Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to episode 44 of the X-Button Gaming Podcast. We are back after a small hiatus in between episodes, and I'm happy to be here. I have, for this Collector's Edition episode, I have my friends um, James, the the co-host for Collector's Edition episodes, and the uh, now, what is this, four Collector's Edition episodes you've been on, Jaden? I've lost track. Oh, I didn't unmute you. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. There he is. He can talk again, know. folks. <laughs> Um, three, it's it's three or four now, so you're kind of becoming yeah. a an honorary co-co host. <laughs> um, also, just before I start, I excuse me if I cough. I've been fighting with a cough. I'm gonna try to uh, mute myself so it doesn't carry over. But if I cough a few times in the mic, I apologize, everybody. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Like I said, it's a collector's edition episode, so we're gonna start up with our recent pickups. And as you know, we like to buy things, so this might be a little while. So mm. uh, feel free to skip ahead if you don't want to listen to what we spend our money on. Um, but let's start with Jimmy. Okay. J- what was uh, what have you bought recently? I when I when there is one to share, I like to lead off with my latest amiibo. Um, it is the Pyra and Mithra amiibo double pack, which just uh, dropped and was actually surprisingly hard to get um, for recent amiibos. It sold out almost instantly. Um, it's one of those ones that is a little harder to open when I do eventually open it, but uh, it's very nice. Uh, Pyra is red, as you might uh, guess. Mithra is yellow, and they are fighters in Smash, and they're from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and that's about all I know about them, honestly. Uh, James <laughs> loves Xenoblade Chronicles 2. No, I, I got this uh, amiibo set, too, because I think I think everybody knows like I love amiibos. Like, I love the look of them, but I don't buy them unless they're kind of something that I, based off of something I really like, because I'll then display them. And I loved Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I think that's no surprise. Like, I've mentioned it before. Um, probably still one of my favorite Switch games. I Honestly, could still be my favorite Switch game. I can't think of a game right now that I liked more. Really? Um, uh, strong just, praise. <clears throat> no, yeah, one of my favorite RPGs. Uh, it's a fantastic game. But Pyra and Mithra are, like, they're kind of like summons. Uh, like, you know, they're not... They're not like part of your party that they, travels with you they, most of the game or something? It's hard to explain without playing it, hmm. but they're not real people you know like they're they're like a summon like you they can basically disappear and come back if mm-hmm. that makes sense not like ghosts or something but um it's also been like six years since i played the game so i like trying to explain it now will probably sound a little stupid um but yeah no they they are basically two characters that share this they that are also the same character <laughs> they're two two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. i guess does that make sense like sure um and then at, later in the i can actually that would be a spoiler for anybody who cares but um really cool i mean they're super powerful characters they're cool characters i love to see more um amiibos from the series but yeah i um yeah i think that's what i'm mostly hoping for as such a huge fan of three is that noah and mio and the gang at least those two get a dual pack of some sort and you know <laughs> Who knows? With a with the r- strong rumors of a new Switch coming, that usually means a, a Smash game isn't too far away, and it's been that long, so it wouldn't surprise me if you see them. We'll probably get more Fire Emblem characters, honestly, before we get more <laughs> Xenoblade characters. But you know, that's that's a whole other topic. But I guess I shouldn't be surprised these went so quick. I mean, they're basically you know, didn't Sephiroth go female quick too? anime characters? <laughs> There's a weeb effect that you can't deny. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it strikes a bunch of chords, like as yeah. far as collect collectability goes um yeah. well even like the statues like i don't really collect statues though there are some that i want even the statues for these characters 
are crazy expensive and yeah. like have sold out and are more expensive in the you know the secondary market now. Yeah. Um. So that was going. They were going to sell quick because even people who don't like Smash Brothers, yeah, are you know are going to buy these Amiibos. Um. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I do hope that with. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Nintendo isn't really slowing down on Amiibos. We're still getting Splatoon ones. Yep. Um, just bought them today. Those, so, those went pretty quick, too, actually, on some sites. I mean, I saw that Ben shared it on Discord, mm-hmm. um, links to them, but I... I uh, Was it Ben? Uh, might have been... Um, My yeah, Rocket Teller suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, shared them on Discord, <clears throat> but... I'm not, I don't collect the Splatoon ones, but I'd love to see some more from the different Nintendo franchises that they haven't done many for, like more Xenoblade ones, or even like going in deeper into like Metroid and I don't know. They've done, they've done a lot for Zelda and Mario and then Splatoon. Yeah. There's no end in sight. It's just, they're going to come more few and far between, you know, I would say. But in terms of uh, the Smash line, all that's left is Sora. That's it. And I bet Sora is going to be pretty tough to get. Yeah. I would bet on that. I will probably try to get Sora too, just because I do like Kingdom Hearts. <clears throat> um so yeah that was one of mine too so you you killed two birds with one stone there Jimmy. <laughs> um Jaden, what about you what's one of your pickups or so one stack of your pickups however you want to do it of my to keep it relevant <laughs> to the episode i got crazy taxi fair wars for psp nice. nice this is one i had my eye on for a little bit i was looking for three but haven't found it for a good price this one was pretty pretty decent uh played it for a little bit a lot of fun. Does it feel just like Crazy Taxi? Because I've never played it, and I was just looking at it today. It's on my list of PSP games I really want. It it feels right from... I'm not like a hardcore Crazy Taxi maniac, but um, it, I the only thing that jumped out to me was the music was different. So, I yeah, they didn't have like the same licensed music. I, I could see no that offspring. being... The, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like the yeah. the iconic Offspring tracks. Are, that, those songs are iconic. But if I'm not mistaken, you can add your own music to this one. That's through. right, yeah. Can I you think, really? I think it says that on the, yep, customizer soundtrack. Yeah, because the PSP, so you can add oh, those songs. Oh, so you songs. can just make it, oh my goodness. Yeah, I didn't that's even, awesome. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I just thought cool. about that. But I remember when that game came out, I was at GameStop, and I never bought it, but I wanted to. And I remember thinking like, oh, it doesn't have the Offspring, but I can still add the offspring to it if i wanted to because i like the offspring <laughs> i was like i was trying to figure out how do you add your own music can you rip a cd to a psp <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, you just shove the cd in there and it just absorbs it <laughs> i was like what no, i'm gonna have to get some metallica on there <laughs> like i play when i play madden you did, did you know the psp you could use it as a media device it was almost kind of like an ipod no no I, I think actually yeah it? i remember jordan have like the little, little stick memory cards yeah i remember yeah. jordan having music the on there pro so. duo yeah you put it and you could just do it just like well, I guess any other media device, you'd put the memory card in your computer, transfer music onto it, mm. put it in. It had a bunch of music on it. So, yeah, found that guy. And then uh, also on Mercari, I found um, Advance Wars Days of Ruin. Oh, for the DS? Yeah, it was uh, listed as a different game. It was like called like Glory of Heracles or something like that. Oh, yeah. So it was only for like nine bucks. And I, I hit like just in case, like, I think that's an error, <coughs> but we'll see. And like a few days go by and he like lowers the price. And so I like, I message him. I'm like, uh, is the title wrong or the picture wrong? And it's like, okay, I'll, I'll, oops, I'll fix that. And he fixed it. And sure enough, it was the, um, uh, advance wars game. And so I was like, okay, I'll buy it. That's like 35 bucks like yeah. normally. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I got that. And I'm having like a lot of fun with that one. Like, I never played an advance wars game before. I didn't know how, like, I don't know how these games work, but like it, <laughs> it gets you in and it's like, 
yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. Really addicting. You played the Advance Wars Game I Boy remember Chains. playing, uh, yeah, through Jordan, basically, because he bought it originally on Game Boy Advance. I don't... Was this the second? Um, That's the third I, one. I think the third there's one. DS one, I Yeah, think. there's uh, Dual Strike, I want to say. Oh, maybe it's the fourth, Is, second DS one, then. Um, on DS, yeah. The ones that were remade for Switch are one and two off the Advanced, kind of? Yes. Sort of? Yeah, Not three, though. two Advanced games. So, yeah, yeah my uh, uh, picture in my head for these games are, like, you know, colorful cute little tank like you know chibi art style this one though was like so bleak it was like oh my goodness like Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'd never heard of this game and it was just surprising like how oh just bleak it is it's (laughs) it's really interesting because it's not what i expected games were punishing i remember very hard but fun yeah just the the atmosphere that's a cool pickup though like that's there's we were talking recently about series that i haven't played and that is one of the series that i've still never managed to play i played very little of the first advance wars Mm -hmm. and that's it but i'm interested in it so i'm glad to hear that one's good so story-wise you're enjoying it story-wise i'm yeah pretty into it (laughs) so far it's uh yeah some good dialogue i mean it's kind of that typical like anime type of dialogue but it's it's interesting like normally like i get bored and i just like you know mash the a button when people are talking because people talk too much of video games that <laughs> i feel sometimes <laughs> but this i'm like pretty invested yeah no that's a good thing that's when you know a story's done well like even in final fantasy 16 recently in some of the side quests i was like i don't care mm. <laughs> i'm just doing this but yeah the story itself wasn't like that but every once in a while you play a game and you're enjoying the game but the story the dialogue just ain't ain't it um all right is that it for that's be it for my first chunk all right so i had a couple things for my first my first uh round um that is i just bought Whoa. this um it came with all the cords and stuff for those that can't see it um I've, i think most people know i'm a real big star wars fan and one of the consoles i've always wanted that i never had was the r2d2 xbox 360 um so the other day, it's not in perfect shape, but it's pretty clean. That looks pretty good, man. It has some markings up on this corner here that I probably can get out. I just need to figure out how. And it has a scratch right here. Um, luckily, that's the bottom side of the console. So nope, it's, it's no R2 side. in uh, Dagobah. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't that gross. <laughs> it's better than that. Um, but it was only, so it was only, six, he had it listed for 75. Um, and I asked him if he'd take 60. And he said, yeah, he needs it gone. So. Um, offer up offer up yeah mm-hmm. um and i've wanted this for a while i found others they're always well over 100 and even the few times where it was like a good enough deal because it was complete had the box and like games they always sell before i can ever get my hands on it mm. this was he responded and i went out to get it literally saturday night so there's only a few nights ago um and probably was one of those times where i was like i could die tonight because <laughs> i i was out kind of in your neck of the woods a little bit over in purdy um, oh, which Heard. I don't know that area well at all, but it's also the further out you go, the darker it gets and the, oh, the yeah. less like you are at any form of civilization. Oh, that's what you mean. You could die tonight. Yeah. Like, there's a chance of dying. <laughs> not like, I'm content from with joy. <laughs> no, I, I was happy once I had it, but. Tonight's yeah. a nice night to yeah, die, Sash. Tonight's a nice night to die, Sash. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, what's the name of that movie? Uh, I can't even remember. It was a. Steven Seagal. It was a really bad role. Steven Seagal movie. Um, Actually, it was pretty good. It was a pretty no, good Steven Seagal movie. Good, bad movie it's a good bad movie but anyway yeah jasmine went with me and she was like we shouldn't you should turn around we shouldn't do this and i was like sorry babe i'm going for this (laughs) i need this xbox (laughs) um but yeah no i plugged it in everything works um i had to clean it up because it was a little dust a little dirty 
Um, the games and the controller it came with are probably going to just get tossed because they're gross. But mm. um, that wasn't for sixty bucks for just the console. It didn't come with the controller. It the console comes with this, with a gold C three PO controller, oh, and right. it's not just gold, but it has like wiring on the bottom to kind of show off that it's the C three PO one. And that controller is going to be hard to get, but the console's awesome. Um, and when you plug it in and turn it on, it does. When you hit the power button, it does the R two D two beeps. When you open the tray, it makes other noises. It's just super cool. I'm super excited to have it, and it'll look really nice on the shelf. I intend to use it too. So, um, <clears throat> so that's kind of like that was my big purchase. This that wasn't even a big. That wasn't even that expensive. But that was like my big. Like I'm, I was really excited to get it. It's pretty sweet. Um, but then a couple more just on this. In this run, um, these are both games. So Professor Light versus Professor Ooh. Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Jaden actually picked the game up for me. And Pokemon Ranger is a game I've had just the cartridge of for a long time, like probably 10 years. Um, and I've been, I think I even talked about in my goals for the year that I want to finish off just like some of my, make more things complete in box. Uh, I found a box, complete box without the game um, Pokemon Ranger on eBay for 10 bucks. It was actually like eight bucks, I think. Um, Ten bucks with shipping. So mm-hmm. I bought that, completed that. The Professor Layton one was even cooler. And just gonna shout out what I've been talking about with eBay lately. Um, somebody had it listed. There was only two of them on eBay, box and manual only. He had it listed for seventy bucks. And I was like, well, I'm not buying that, but I'll watch it. You know, never know what happens. Sure enough, he sent an offer for thirty dollars. Man, and, what a markdown! And I was like, so I just completed my copy of Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright for a total of fifty-five dollars instead of you know one hundred and fifty-ish of what it goes for. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, why some eBay sellers are just really cool because he sent me that he sent me this case and he put a note in there too. And he's like, I included a couple other cases that I had too that just because. So he added Dang. a cop uh, just the case for um, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm or Theat Rhythm for the 3ds and also um case only for fire emblem conquest which theat rhythm i already have the conquest is the one fire emblem game i don't have so it made that a little easier because now i just have to loose. find the cartridge yeah. um so anyway That's awesome um once again shout out to uh putting things on your ebay watch list if you have any interest in them because <laughs> i'm telling you man you can get them way cheaper that way sometimes mm-hmm. all right jimmy all right, so I've got a little stack of uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. So the the long story short version is that uh, we were at the Smash Brothers tourney, and one of uh, one of my friends, Allie, who is a sister that uh, often visits Seattle Japanese because she's a student, and I'm I, I'm assuming her uh, her intention is to one day join Seattle Japanese, but she's really good, and. She's pretty decent at Smash too, but she's like, "Hey, I got these games from I can't remember what the, exactly the story is, and I'm not surprised because my memory's terrible." But she said, "I thought of you. You're you collect games, and I know I listen to the pod, and you you might want these." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll take them." And so she gave me a stack of seven Game Boy slash Game Boy Color cartridges, and they're all Japanese games, so all Japanese versions. So I spent <laughs> probably an hour last night trying to like translate the kanji on the front of them just to make sure, first off, what the games were <laughs> and then get an idea of what they actually were. I tested them all out on my Game Boy Advance SP that you got me, which, by the way, really cool to have to be able to play 40-year-old something games, you know, on, on a Game Boy SP to test them on that. Um, but anyways, so just going down the line here, this first one is called Chusoku Spinner or Spinner, Spinner. 
<laughs> it is an action game based on anime. Uh, apparently, you, you do like yo-yo battles, apparently. I don't know if you've heard of this anime before. I haven't. But uh, it has some RPG elements. But that is that there. Chusoku Spinner. Kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. cool. Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've seen like all these old game companies I'm familiar with. The second one was Mini Yonku GB Let's End Go. And this one is basically all just like Japanese text on the front other than Let's End Go. So I definitely had to spend some time working on that. But like um, the translation for Yonku is, uh, I guess, like four wheel drive, essentially. So it's oh, like it's like a racing game, racing like tiny four wheel drive vehicles or something like that. Um, yeah, only released in Japan, that one. So kind of interesting. Uh, this next one is Shogi. Um, literally means uh, General's Board Game. This is also known the as... The little like, black and white. Isn't that that board game with the little... I'm not... Are you, are you thinking of Go or are you thinking oh, I mean, of... thinking of Go. I don't know, but this is like Japanese chess, apparently. It's a, a, apparently one of the most popular, I guess, Jap- Japanese board games. It's their kind of go-to chess uh, or version of that, at least. Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool that you could play this on mobile <laughs> in 1989 on your original Game Boy. Kind of well, cool. And that one, if you don't... Um, if you learn how to play the game, you could probably play it without even knowing yeah, the language that well. That's probably true. All the game pieces though are actual like Japanese kanji like characters. So it's a, <laughs> it might be a little tricky, but oh, yeah. yeah, it is pretty cool. Um the next one was uh Super Mario Land, but just the Japanese cart. Um Dude, that's cool. Yeah. That's just cool to have. This was this was the <laughs> this was this ended up being the only game that I could just play without having to struggle through reading any of the Japanese text and translating it and stuff, but I mean, you, I popped it in. I just started playing Super Mario Land, and you're right. This is way different than Super Mario Land 2. I had completely forgotten. It, it feels a lot different. It's very floaty. Yeah, for sure. But it's still fun. the same cover art. Yeah. That's cool. And then the next one up was Tamagotchi 2, apparently, in Japanese. Yellow cartridge. Looks pretty clean. Um, oh, kind of yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, they are Tamagotchi. Yeah. I, I guess the, the premise is instead of having a, you know, like a pocket uh, monster or pet that you take care of, you're living in the Tamagotchi world and you're, I guess you're taking care of pets like in the forest and on the beach. So it's like a, I don't know, like a weird gameplay version of Tamagotchi minus the... Like they added some RPG details. Yeah, kind like of elements sort of. or something. Kind this of sort of. in such like good shape that it looks fake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I was concerned about. I was like, oh God. But no, it looks like they're, they seem legit. Uh, the next one up was Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters 2 Dark Duel Stories. Well, that's cool. Too bad it'd be almost impossible to play that without knowing yeah. the language, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it, it is kind of cool to think that I could play the game, though. Um, these might even be some cards that I recognized from way back in the day yeah. when, I, when I cared. Yeah. <laughs> but it is really cool. And I forgot how much of a prevalence uh, and popularity that Yu-Gi-Oh! had just in the, on Nintendo consoles. I'm sure it was other consoles, too. But I would have never guessed it was the Yu-Gi-Oh! game from the... I don't recognize anything about it, or nothing about it resembles Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Me, without <laughs> yeah. being able to read Japanese. Other than the Yu-Gi-Oh! English text. Number. Does it say <laughs> it down there? <laughs> it's really small at the top. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> have my glasses on. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! And then finally, um, last but not least, is a, another Game Boy Color game, Zoids. Jashin uh, Fukatsu. Gino Breaker Head. Apparently, this that means revival of an evil god, and this is apparently like a Pokemon-like RPG, um, one of the more valuable ones of the stack she gave me. But uh, I don't know; it looks really cool. I played it for a second, but yeah, I couldn't get very far, not understanding what was going on. That's cool. Do you remember when Zoids was on Toonami? I do not actually. I used to really like um, Zoids. My friend Chris Hartford was really into Zoids. 
Yeah. Um, so I usually would watch it with him. But there's a couple other Zoids games. There's one on GameCube. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. It was it, it was really cool to unexpectedly, um, you know, get a hold of some game old Game Boy games, especially that are Japanese, so that I could get a little <laughs> a little language practice and, and learning in. Yeah. Since um, you're so, learning it. So no. And, awesome. and to have a couple in there that I can actually play too, you know, casually was pretty cool yeah without, well, that's awesome without any extra effort so yeah thanks to shout out to ali thank you very much and to whoever your relative or friend that gave them to you initially thank you very much <laughs> yeah that was nice of her yeah and you and you gave him something to talk about in this episode win-win mm-hmm. all right Jaden. so i've been going on ebay thanks to chris looking at just like the about to end listings i'm glad i could be a bad influence. <laughs> yeah. it's like i had to stop doing this because it was just Oh, so good. So, but I, I'm surprised. Um, so, so first, like I, I posted on the um, Discord, I found Alien Trilogy for PS1 at uh, Valley Village for like two bucks. I was so thrilled because like that was a game that I would, I had my eye on, but you know, it's like thirty bucks or something. I was like, I don't know, it's an old, but like that, I was really happy to find that. I found on eBay um, Alien Resurrection, which is also on PS1. It was just the just loose. I didn't bring it with me. Um, I was able to snag it for the starting bid price of four dollars and fifty cents, which is like a twenty-five, thirty-dollar game. Man, which, <laughs> like, it's just nuts. You catch things at the right time, and it just you get crazy deals. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, just hanging around the about to end listings on on eBay. So then yeah, I had to just keep looking. I picked this one up as well. I forget how much I got this for. Did I say? No, I didn't. <laughs> but. For relatively cheap, Super Return of the Jedi for Ooh, Game Boy. Let's go! More Game Boy games. <laughs> Came across it. I was like, yeah, that's my favorite Star Wars movie. I should probably <laughs> get the... We have the Super Star Wars it. for Super Nintendo, all three of them. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's but great. They're at my brother's apartment. Um, They're such good apartment. games. Yeah. This one, like, I played it for a little bit. It's so hard. It's... Like, is this um, is it just a, a mobile version of this SNES game, or is it like a different kind of... I want to Or just a completely different game? I mean, they'd have to... There's I mean, some parts quote, unquote, that they dumb it do. down. Yeah. Are there passwords yeah. to advance you to certain levels? I think there's a password system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, it's so hard. It's it's that like old '90s game, like bullcrap, <laughs> like that would like get you. But like it it's ref- it was refreshing to play that again. Like stuff like that from the yeah. I've never played that. I never played that the any. I mean, I played the console version, mm. but I would li- love to play the Game Boy or the Game Gear version at some point. I got to get some of those cases for Game Boy games. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're nice to have. Um, and then following along, just a few more uh, eBay pickups. Just picked up Steel Diver because uh-huh. it was like... Was that a launch title? I feel like that was yeah, a launch was. title. Good yep. memory. It's five bucks. And then Codename Steam. Which oh, yeah. developed by... How am I forgetting their name? Intelligent Systems? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. same, the Fire Emblem team. Yeah. Still sealed for like under 10 bucks. Dang. Yeah, I'll I'll pick that one up just because I could see that one going up. And yeah, I have a loose copy so I, I can. That, play that, that game was such a weird like. Here, the game's actually really good. Yeah, but it just garnered no interest when it came out, so it just completely flopped. And you can use your Fire Emblem amiibos on it to to get Fire Emblem characters in the game. <laughs> really? Yeah, like there's a lot of that game that just screams like it should have sold better than it did. Um, but speaking of now that you have it. You're the only person, other person I know that has it. I'd like to try the multiplayer stuff with you at some point. Sure, yeah, let's um, do it. Because I've kind of wanted to play it. But um, Okay, so that was it for that section. That was... So I will follow you up with my eBay and Macari purchases. Um, oh, snap. If I can grab this stack. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and because we need to 
try to condense, I'll add these into it too. So before I go into the eBay stack, I did find a couple of finds at GameStop, of all places. Um, this Ace Combat Assault Horizon PS3 game. Never played an Ace Combat game before. I looked at it and was like, I don't know, I kind of like the cover. It looks cool. And it was only 5 bucks, and I had my $5 coupon. Because um, I just got it like the beginning of August. So I was like, eh, it's free. Why not? Mm-hmm. So I grabbed that. I have nothing to say about it other than it was just kind of like it's, it's totally complete in box. And it was just like, I don't know, just seemed like a good deal. Um, and you know, when I see a PS3, 360, whatever game that I have any interest in when it's five bucks or less, that's the price point where I don't really think I just buy. (laughs) Um, and then, so I went into GameStop, the one over here on Pearl street and they had a stack of games. I asked her, I was like, you guys have any retro games? You know, we, we, you PS3 are older. Cause I know you take those in now. And she's like, actually we just, um, recently got a stack of GameCube games that came off hold cause they do 30 day pawn shop hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately they were all torn up cause there was some good stuff in there. Uh, paper Mario was in there. Mm. Um, like a lot of big hitter games like were in there, but they just were in trash condition. That's why mm. I didn't like, didn't say anything on discord or anything. Cause they were, their prices are also slightly better than eBay on most of them, but not it's for the condition. Nobody, I wouldn't want it. I didn't want them. Yeah. So I only bought two things, um, that were in the discs were in good enough condition and the cases were okay. So Zatch Bell, um, Momoto Battles was an old four kids anime that used to play on Fox. I remember watching it. I've always kind of just liked the cover of this game. So I bought it at the end of July. I still had my $5 coupon. So I got it for 12 bucks. <laughs> nice. Um, and this is the only game I bought for myself, but my friend Keldrick is collecting one piece games and they had one, one of the one piece games there for 25. And it was actually in decent. It was one of the only other ones that was in decent shape. And it's like a $60 game. It didn't have the instructions, but it had the box and you know cover art and everything. Um, so that was cool. And I guess the whole point of me even bringing this up more than anything is check your GameStops. Because yeah. somebody literally traded in a stack of GameCube games to them and they were selling them. So <laughs> oh boy. Um, you never know what you could find. So... So that was fun. It was just fun. Like for me, it was just even though it sucked that the stack wasn't really buyable because of the condition, it was just kind of fun to walk into a GameStop and see GameCube games. Well, the granted, they had a buy encounter. So, okay. So for my eBay and Macari purchases, um, I bought a handful of stuff. Um, first off, this one is a little random, probably, but it's a, a Wii game called Balloon Pop, just a <laughs> generic shovelware puzzle game. But the reason I bought it is because, um, so Bird Dog Gaming, which I know you guys have heard me talk about before, I follow, I'm on their Discord and, you know, I watch all his videos and stuff and he, they are, him and like some of his friends and some of the crew on the Discord are really into variant hunting, Mm -hmm. um, which isn't something I really get into much, you know, Mm -hmm. I just kind of want the game. Um, But, you know, he'll post, there's certain Wii games that have just really rare variants. Hmm. And if you, there, you've probably even seen, let me pull it up actually. Um, there is a standard release of this game that you've probably seen thousands of times that is just super generic. It just looks like, like that, like it's a $2 game, you know? Um, but this variant is like, oh, it has a dark background versus a light background. Yeah. It's so for people listening, they can't see, but for this variant is just super uncommon. Apparently like it was a really late release. It's one of those things you just don't see it very often. Like there's no copies on eBay normally. Um, so shout out to bird dog. He actually posted it on his discord that somebody listed it for eight bucks. I think it was eight bucks. And I was just like, you know what? That's, I don't have anything that is truly 
not a lot of things that are truly rare in my collection. And I was like, it's just kind of fun to have. Like, maybe I'll play the game sometime, but, I mean, it has the matching manual. Apparently, the disc is a different... Um, it's a nice-looking disc, too. Yeah, the different uh, cover on the disc, too. So, a ran- random compared to what I normally buy, but uh, for how cheap it was, I was just like, that's cool. So, like I said, variant hunting isn't something I know a lot about, but... It's a very, like, comic book way to collect things. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, because of that, I bought it, so... And then, so for my eBay pickups, so I got, these are all three, okay, so I basically, basically the rest of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is 3DS games, but <coughs> for the most part, I've been on a huge 3DS kick. Um, so I got Story of Seasons, um, guy had it listed with no picture, it had very few feedback, so it was one of those where nobody was probably paying attention to it, but in his description, he said he got the game brand new, played it once, and didn't love it. So he had it listed for five bucks with $5 shipping. It's like a thirty-plus dollar game, so I got it for ten bucks. And you know, I like Harvest Moon style games. This is the Harvest Moon team, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm down to pay ten bucks for that." Um, got an RPG by Atlas called Legend of Legacy. Uh, Legacy. This I got just a little bit undergoing price, about twenty-ish bucks. Um, this stack I got uh, three of three games for thirty bucks on Macari, and these just one of them alone is worth that price. So I felt good good about that. So it's Super Mario Maker 3DS, uh, Mario Kart 7, which I had digitally, but now I have physically as mm. well, and then Metopia, which is a game I've always been kind of interested in, and it did get a Switch port, but I'm you know kind of collecting more for the 3DS, and also would probably be more likely to play it on the 3DS with the Spot Pass features and stuff. Mm. So that was cool, and then these two are so super random and stupid, <laughs> and are the epitome of you've gone too far in your collecting, but you're doing it now. <laughs> Somebody had for $5, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and Paddington uh, Adventures in London on 3DS. And I was like, $2.50 for a game? Yeah, I'll do that. So yeah, I I added shovelware to my collection, my 3DS collection, which up until that point had been um, basically all quality. (laughs) So I've ruined that now. I've I've crossed the line into the dark side. Oh, the Wipeout game that you picked up for me at at the store. That would have been shovelware too. And then that's actually supposed to be in that pack. So, all right. So that's it for that. So I went a little hog wild on eBay this <laughs> month, but overall I didn't spend that much for how much I got too. So I'm telling you guys, it seems like a pretty significant chunk out of your out of the 3ds list too. Like, what's the total 3ds count again? I think we've it's gone like 400. 400. Yeah. So that seems I, pretty I'm, low, doesn't it, for like a total game count on a system? I don't know. It's probably medium. Medium, you think? Because the low stuff, like the 64 and the, the Wii U are both, like the Wii U is 160, the 64 is like 220. Oh, okay. So like they're lower. Okay. GameCube's 500-ish, so it's more than oh, okay. the 3DS, but... Interesting to have some perspective on that. But then you have the consoles like the PS2, the Game Boy, they have thousands. Oh, yeah. You know, Switch I'm, is already like... DS, is, I would think, is pretty high, too. DS is super high, but yeah. a lot of shovelware. Wii, same, so... Yeah. All right. Am I up? Yep, you're Okay. Up. <laughs> It's Power Hour, homies. Let's go. Power Hour with Jimbo. Power Hour. Get comfortable. We are going into the year 2003, 20 years in the past. My favorite year. (laughs) Your favorite year. (laughs) All right, so this is uh, volume 165, February 2003. The cover game and feature game was um, The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, one of my favorite games. Very controversial at the time, <laughs> until it came out and everyone realized it was brilliant. Anyways, yeah, I mean it's crazy that game gained more popularity years oh, the, yeah. as years went on. Aged like a fine wine. <laughs> Page twenty-one. James loves wine. No, I do not. <laughs> uh, twenty-one. 
Also, this is when they first inter, um, introduced in print the Game Boy Advance SP. So in a month from this issue's drop in March 2003, the SP was about to come out um, alongside Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, which is previewed later in the issue. But I mean, I don't think I knew that. The SP launched alongside I, Ruby and Sapphire. I completely huh? forgot that. But it makes a lot of sense why you do that because you're like, well, we know baseline. We're going to sell like 10 million of this game. Might as well launch a new variant of a system with it, you know? Yeah. Like, it makes a lot of sense. 2003? That's interesting. 2003. Yeah. So the, so the, the DS came out just one year after the SP? That sounds, that's so crazy. It makes sense. SP was late, late life cycle for, for Game Boy Advanced. Blows my mind. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, though. Yeah. But yeah, it was just literally, they introduced it literally like one page. And they just, here's the start and select buttons, directional control pad, A and B buttons. Uh, yeah, it has a, it's backlit and stuff. Such an awesome design. Oh my it's, gosh. It's, I know, just looking at it makes me just... It's iconic. It fills me with yeah. really happy I love feelings. SP, and SP. it's so it's compact, too. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah, I love me some SP. Anyways, I thought that was cool. Page 34, moving on to the feature article. Uh, goes into Wind Waker, introduces some of the characters. Um, yeah, gotta love that stuff. Um, talks about some mini games that you can connect it to your Game Boy Advanced. There was a uh, printed uh, interview of uh, Miyamoto and Aonuma uh, talk, just taking questions that were, I guess, recorded online. It was like a video conference, and it was kind of cool to hear them talk about their rationale for making the, this game when they did, when so many people wanted something else you know yeah uh, but it was kind of interesting and then on the following page they <laughs> they advertised the fact that if you pre-ordered it you could get master quest yeah man what an awesome pre-order oh bonus. i know and i remember going in like right after reading this magazine and pre-ordering to get that although i don't know where my master quest went really sad story Tears. didn't you replace it though yes <laughs> um no i didn't replace you know what i did replace is when i went to oregon a couple years ago during covid i um, I grabbed whatever the other, like oh, Zelda collector's, collector's edition is. That, that was the Club Nintendo. Yeah, I got that one. But I never got my Master Quest back. One day, one day for sure. Moving on to page 74, which is the... Um, where is it? Oh, oh, by the way, there are some stickers that were still intact in here. Yeah, let's take them. GameCube, them on Metroid Prime, Metroid Fusion. There's yeah. some really cool intact stickers here. Thanks for bringing the stickers, James. I know, you're right. <laughs> Memory card labels. I mean, come oh, on, guys. That's actually kind of cool. Memory I don't card buy labels. a second issue of that just to use some of that. <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> what happened to my stickers? Where'd my stickers go? You need to buy me 165 again. All right, so page 34 is the poster, which I always like to share with you fools, which is... Rayman 3. Oh, that's cool. Hoodlum Havoc. Do you ever play this? I do. I've never played the Rayman games. Neither, neither have I. I know they're beloved, but. Yeah. So don't hate me, Rayman people. I was looking at the Tony's Pizza ad. That <laughs> <laughs> brought me back. Oh, I yeah. that's what you were showing Oh, my me. God. You're right. There is, a, there is a cardboard pizza ad in here. Tony's Character Original Crust. Mouth. And then finally, well, not, not quite finally, but page 96 um, goes. This was the first preview of. Um, Pokemon Sapphire and Pokemon Ruby, the next generation of Pokemon. So 2003 was when we were, we got Gen 3 of Pokemon, and I didn't realize that they started having a monthly section in Nintendo Power that was called Poke Center. So that's cool. They I, don't, they I remember at one point they started covering like competitive teams that people would share and like submit to the magazine, but not in this issue. But you uh, turn the page and they feature you know they kind of give profile the three starters. I think I remember choosing Mudkip when I first got this game. I don't know. Interesting. That's so against the grain. I for know. Me. I know. Back then, I don't know. Even now, I'm pretty sure I would have picked Mudkip again because it's just like, this is the cutest of the three. I picked Mudkip, but I almost always pick the Water Starter. Yeah. 
And then, so yeah, they they feature Hoenn. They show the map, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, this is really weird. I thought on page 104, they just literally, without any warning, they go straight into a Metroid comic. <laughs> like it's, I don't know if this is supposed to be based off, uh, just based off the armor. It makes me feel like it's maybe Fusion or a Zero Mission. I'm really not sure. But, because, yeah, I mean, there's Chozo statues in every Metroid game. Yeah. But like, yeah, it probably would have maybe zero mission. It wouldn't have been fusion because I don't think there were Chozo on that sub, yeah. substation. It's know? very strange. Like there isn't even like a title page or anything. And I was like, am I missing a page or something? But I don't think so. I don't know. They're just like, here you go. I counted it and I made. Yeah, they 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 literally do that. They just introduce a comic and then to be continued. Done. Like it was really strange. Um, but yeah, that's um, that was pretty much that issue of uh, of Nintendo Power. So James, I have a question for you. Are you ever gonna? Buckle down and buy the most expensive issue of Nintendo the, Power. The, the, the uh, Ion ticket? The, yeah. Ion ticket? Which I've, is, it's around this issue. It's somewhere in that 160 yeah, it's pretty, area. It's pretty soon. I, I thought about it. It's a cool, I mean, it's a piece of, it's a Star Wars issue. Mm-hmm. And that, that Ion, Ion ticket, Ion ticket? I probably will one day, awesome. honestly. Especially since I'm going back to the older Pokemon games and trying to start, a, I actually have officially started my ribbon journey on Colosseum, which is what I'm playing right now. So it oh, seems like nice. something I should do. Yon Ticket will connect to that game or would it connect to Yeah, to it think. should. I, I don't I never really looked into it, but it would I think it would connect yeah. to Ruby and Sapphire. And there's a handful, maybe even ten plus issues of Nintendo Power issues that have um, you know, Pokemon cards that were kind of like stuck onto the inside pages um to promote whatever that like set of Pokemon cards was at the time. So I kind of want to get those two with the card intact. Although I'll be really tempted to rip off the cards and put them in a sleeve or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. That'd be tough. I, 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 uh, I almost may, but it would be a hard <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's Power Hour. Over. Power Hour is done. Over and out. Thank you for joining us for Power Hour Thank here at the X-Button Gaming Podcast. <laughs> All right, Jaden. Last batch, right? Th- I think this is the third batch. Third batch? Okay. That's you have one more thing, right, James? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, some Wii games. I picked up Wii. Collector's Haven. Nice guy. Warrior Land, shake it. Dude, Ooh. shake it. I love Warrior Land 4 for Game Boy Advance, and this seemed like one, like, why haven't I picked this one up yet? Yeah. I so, have that game. I've never, I've never even heard of that game I before. To. I love the it, cover. Yeah, look, at the co- look at the art sick. style, dude. It's, it's like, beautiful. It's probably one of the prettiest, like, most, like... Hand-drawn? Yeah. It's got a nice pop oh, it's, to it. It's a Wario platformer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like Warrior Land. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. So, yeah, shake it like a Wario. Um, GameStop... Found Dragon Quest Swords Dude, for what a, Ooh, that's a cool random pickup. That's a game yeah. that if I found it, I like at that price, I'd pick it up like, too. Yeah, sure, good pickup. <laughs> uh, yeah, one it's of like those... a weird first person game, right? Yeah, I believe it's just uh, yeah, sword fighting. You just use one Wii remote, apparently, according to this box art. So I just grabbed that one out of curiosity. And then Punch Out. Oh this, yeah! This like just came in, like it was behind the counter. I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> they they <laughs> showed see, it to me. They're very nice. Uh, I think I had a coupon. Um, was it my five dollars off? Might have been something else. I think it was probably five dollars off. So got this for like around twenty-two ish. Yeah, that's not bad. So yeah, I've I, never played the Wii Punch Out. Have you played it before? I haven't. I hear it's really good. Yeah, I've um, heard it's surprisingly good too. I'm surprised I never played it because I love the Punch Out series. I remember a guy coming into GameStop to buy it, and I asked him if he ever played it before, and he was like, "Yeah, man, this is super fun when you're drunk with your friends." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Oh, that's that's there you go." Fun. <laughs> so yeah, I was happy to find that one because that's one i was kind of looking at that's pretty if cool. i ever came across it and i came across yeah it. Well, that's a nice stack of wii games yeah and that's the most recent punch out too right there isn't hasn't no, been a punch out game that, since no, i don't think yeah. so i could see this one um shooting up but i mean i was interested in it, just playing it so yeah. yeah glad to come across that 
Also, at Collector's Haven, Ever Oasis oh, for 3DS. That's on my list. Hannah very loves that reasonably. game. Very long really? list. Yeah. We have that game. Yep. Right on, right on. Yeah, so it's by Gre- uh, Grezzo, who did the Zelda remakes. And oh, this really? is like their first, um, they were allowed to make like their uh, own original game. So this is what they came up with. And apparently, yeah, it was really good. I remember Hannah loving it. Yeah, it got, it got good reviews. Hannah like it fell in love with that game, yeah. along with Fantasy Life. It was like the same kind of era, I feel like, for, for Hannah's gaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe the price for this like started as climbed down since I think it was like it's kind of up there for a little bit. Yeah, just a quick note on 3DS pricing. Oh yeah, things have dropped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going up right now. I don't know what that means, which is why I'm buying so much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because just about everything is almost. I mean, there's the crazy stuff, but yeah, it's it's not as bad right now as it you would think for having the eShop just closed. It's all, spiked all the panic but, has settled. Yeah, people are calm down now. Yep. And then, after that last episode, Street Fighter 4. <laughs> Dude, now we can play it together. <laughs> yeah, we can each other. And you can kick my Dude, butt. Dude, you got that lenticular I'm... cover, too. Yeah, and the manual, that thick, that thick manual. manual. Dude, that's such a cool game. You could uh, beat your friends with that manual alone. These types of, like the launch title, uh, mm-hmm. third-party launch titles games for 3DS are very interesting. Because it was, like, right before the 3DS really, like, had it like found its footing on like what it was gonna be like third parties just kind of threw whatever Mm -hmm. at it it's just an interesting like time zone before it became like more like cemented more established Mm -hmm. on like what type of games would be made for the 3ds but like a lot of early 3ds games were just like hey let's take this 360 game and (laughs) make it 3d you know really (laughs) interesting so i was really happy to find that one and it works i mean that game has decent reviews yeah 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 when it works it works super good um this could be its own chunk. Found some Godzilla games. Nice. Godzilla for Yo, look at that NES. cover art. Dude, yeah, love I love that picture. Dude, so that's, that's awesome. Godzilla for the NES. I first played this on a Dreamcast emulator. The Monster uh, of Monsters. I want to say that was, yeah, probably Knutson's doing. That's really cool. <laughs> Add it to the uh, Gogeta shrine you exactly, have. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty, I have this on the um, NES Classic. I had a buddy put it on there for me. I think oh, it, nice. it was Ben. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, that was one I just wanted to have. Just wanted have to, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, found this also eBay. Dude. Godzilla Final oh Wars my gosh! For UMD. The UMD. It's like a fifteen twenty dollar UMD, but like this listing was like five bucks Dude. and like no no one bit. So I'm like, yeah. eh, okay, I, I could go for that. For sure, that's awesome. Very cool. I'm gonna kind of since we're talking about PSP this episode, I'm gonna kind of uh, pump the brakes on my UMD purchases because you want to talk about that a little later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I should probably do that. <laughs> no, no, you, oh, you can keep talking about it if you want, but... Just because just, just it's a UMD video, I found out... I thought PSPs were um, region-free, uh, not region-locked, which they aren't. But for movies, they are. Ooh. Not all movies, but like... some. It's hit and miss. Like half my movies. Like when it work, I'm like, oh, that's lame. Whatever. I mean, like when am I actually going <laughs> to... I don't know. kind of bummed me out a little bit. So this doesn't work on my PSP. Oh, that's too bad. It was just a cool little thing it's still cool like to display movie. for five bucks i guess but yeah, yeah it would have been nice if you could watch it exactly I like one more reason option. for you to get a japanese psp yeah and then collector's haven once again hooking me up with the godzilla games this is godzilla save the earth so this is the second of the uh i guess trilogy of mm. like six gen console godzilla games like kind of a i guess top down kind of like four player brawler type game there's a there's a game that's out now i forget what it's called it has ultraman in it something it it's kind of similar similar style anyway monster fighting i had this as a kid and kind of regret 
like selling it when I needed the money at the time, but <laughs> I was really happy to find it at yeah. Collector's Haven. And yeah. like I booted it up, so nostalgic. Like it's been great <laughs> playing this. Very nice. I love that you're finding more Godzilla stuff. Yeah, pretty much there. There's like an NES Godzilla game that if I found it in the wild, I would snatch because that thing is like over $200, I want to say. And it's like a, um, uh, like a strategy game. You play as the military, not Godzilla. (laughs) So that's kind of cool, but like I played it for a little bit. It's not that great. Yeah. It's just expensive. Bullets just aren't as fun as pure raw Godzilla power. (laughs) That's where the excitement is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's it for me. All right. So let's do let's do this stack. So this is my stack of uh, basically things that Jaden has helped me find, um, <laughs> plus just a couple other things I've gotten from other people. So um, New Super Mario Brothers 2 on the 3DS. Uh, I was helping my mom with some stuff around the house, plus she had a 3DS uh, for whatever reason um, with some games that she was going to sell it, and she had two copies of this game for some reason. I have no idea why she had it. I mean, she let, me and my mom used to play Mario when I was a kid, like Mario 3, so she probably bought it thinking that she liked Mario. I don't know why she had two of them, but I was basically just like, hey, mom, can I have that? And she was like, sure, since you helped me. I was like, thanks, mom. You're the best. <laughs> but if you hadn't helped. Yeah, honestly, probably not. Um, okay, and then my sister, somebody on, I don't know, some facebook group she's on was just given some games away and she obviously knows i collect stuff so she grabbed them for me these were free um some game gear games nice um super random but it's uh the majors pro baseball um star trek the next generation um which i don't know anything what this game could be about but i thought it was cool and then uh lastly was let me try to open this um Desert Speed Trap with Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. And I was like, <laughs> nice. that's out of the three, that's one I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, I'll probably play this. Um, so, and I like the, the art on it. It's kind of nice. And there was just one random manual in there. I don't know why, because the game is not here, but it's for uh, Sonic Drift 2 for the Game Gear as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I, the value on this stuff isn't much, but still for free, I was pretty so excited. Cool, yeah. And, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I'm going to get the Game Gear adapter for uh, Analog Pocket once I get the one I have coming. Um, so I'll have a way to play them. So that's cool. Yeah. And then lastly, the battery will last infinitely longer yeah. <laughs> than any God. Game Gear ever could. <laughs> and then lastly, my, my boy Jaden over here, uh, as always, when he's at a store, we'll check and see if anybody wants anything. Or sometimes just pick them up and then see if anybody wants it. But he got me a couple 3DS games, um, picked up a couple for me. Uh, Super Monkey Ball 3D and uh, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. Like I said, both 3DS. Um, excited for Monkey Ball. Batman, I don't really know anything about, but I'm going to play it. Because I, I looked it up and it's a side-scroller mm-hmm. uh, like action say, game. Is it developed by Rocksteady, the same company that made the, uh, the um, 3D ones for all the consoles? Or... Because it sounds like a similar title, Arkham's, Arkham. Can you read that? <laughs> I hate that my eyes are this bad. The little printing at the bottom, I just can't see it. Armature. Armature? Okay, yeah. I figured Basic it probably wasn't Rocksteady. Yeah, interesting. Um, so then, they use the license, essentially. Yeah. Fun fact, that has a higher rating than the PS Vita version. Does really? For some reason, yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know what it is about the 3DS version. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to have it, though. Like I said, I've been playing my 3DS a lot, so I definitely intend to play it. 
Um, and then also you're at Goodwill and you said you found a bunch of games and yeah. asked if anybody wanted him to grab anything. And there was a Naruto game, um, Naruto to Boruto, Shinobi Strikers. It was only a couple bucks, right? So I was just yeah. like, yeah, pick it up. I'll pay you for it. Sweet. Um, what is Boruto? Is he like it's a this, Walmart Naruto? Like, I guess spoilers for anybody who doesn't like, cares, but I can't imagine there's anybody. He's Naruto's son. Um, oh, it's okay. a spinoff show. So, um, it takes huh. place after all of, uh, Naruto ship it in. Um, which I'm not even that caught up, but if once you start watching anime, it's impossible to stay out of, you know, to not have things spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, just today, he brought me a copy of SSX on tour because he hates nice. it. He hates it so much. He gave it to me. I was like, man, bro, I'm stupid. I'll, Get it out of my sight. I'll, I'll play it. So it's not that bad, but I just, I just find myself playing three and two or tricky more. Often. Yeah. Well, I'm excited cause I want to compare them all. So, and you, you and, and Joel and Ben have all talked so much about SSX now. Like mm-hmm. now it's my goal to play them all and like really form an opinion on which one I think is the best. Mm-hmm. So now I expect to like this one the least, but we'll see I'm a weirdo. I like Tony Hawk Pro Skater five. So and fun fact with that GameCube one, it has the Mario peach and Luigi characters you can play as. Oh really? yeah. It shows yeah. it on the front there. Oh that's dude, that's pretty, so cool. That's cool. I remember I love that, that being in the commercial. I'm like, Whoa. That's Stuck in my head ever since. <laughs> and they did that with NBA Street uh, 3 as well. On really? GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. So you can, that you can be so cool. uh, relevant 2005 ba- basketball player versus <laughs> Mario, Peach, or Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love it when like first-party Nintendo characters somehow sneak into third-party games. Like when Link got into Soul Calibur. Just like, what is this? Yeah, but awesome. it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that actually kind of fit, though. I guess, yeah. it, I guess it did. As he a made sense. More so than Spawn. Spawn was kind of mm. weird to me. But wasn't Yoda one, too? Yeah. That was a that Xbox was version. Xbox 360 PS3. Yeah. It was Yoda and Darth Vader. Um, yeah, so that's it for that stack. So James, on to your last stack. Oh yeah, your oh, last well, item. Yeah. So well, I was I'm gonna clump a couple together here because um, I now have a Game Boy Player Yo. for you know it's an it's an accessory attachment you put onto your GameCube and you can play. Is it is it Game Boy Advance games as well? It's Game yeah, Boy Advance games Game so mainly, but the all whole, Game Boy games. The whole gamut of Game Boy games. Yeah, they 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 touted it as the Game Boy Advance <laughs> player, but it would play all of them. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm still going to have to... You could even play Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you just have How to move you... your whole GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was playing that on the NSO recently, and I was like, this is actually pretty fun, Like yeah. even though it was just on the controller. But anyways, yeah, so I, I got it for $10 bucks, uh, via... via Tricky J via somebody else, via Ben via somebody else, yeah. via. <laughs> but I, I mean, really good deal for something that goes for. What were you saying? It goes for forty or something, thirty-five. Sometimes up there, yeah. You just need to get the disc. Just got to get the disc. Yeah. I hear there's workarounds for that disc. Is there? Might Ooh. be worth looking into. Interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to screw this into my GameCube though. Anyways, boom. That sounded kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Moving on. Like this yeah. is a Taylor Swift the Eras tour bag that I held my wow. stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably worth like ten dollars $10, no joke um just threw it on the ground yeah whatever uh so i got the pins we guys some money he just throws it on the ground i got my super mario oh, bros right. 35th anniversary <coughs> series one pins thanks to you guys i remember i was in work oh, yeah. i was i was in a patient's room and i got like a phone call like, i hear it buzzing on my on my butt and i'm like oh gosh who's calling me now <laughs> and as i exit i'm like i missed a call from chris i was like hmm, that must have been really i figured it must have been something like that i an item that i should be getting so i go straight to to instagram you and you're 100 like 100 seconds <laughs> yeah that's literally 
literally what it was because you're, I, I I clicked on the link in Instagram and it was like you know it was like 45 seconds and I was like oh man this is the this is the very the smallest amount of time I've ever had to make a decision on a collector's item and uh, I just I couldn't help it it was like twenty dollars cheaper than it goes for on average and they're in really good shape too I'll show you dude they're Ooh. they look really nice man mad pretty yeah for sure I think this is uh, Super Mario Bros one. Um, two, that's Super Mario Bros. These are out of order for some reason, but oh, this is two. two. Okay, yeah. yeah, this is the order. Super three one. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is the order that they're actually laid out in when you first get the pins. I don't know why though; they're not chronological, but they're beautiful, dude. Yeah, and since you missed out on that, I mean, I missed out on all of them, but yeah, we've yeah. already talked about the snafu that was trying to get this and the series two set of pins. It was, oh, uh, it was painful. It was heartbreaking for many people. Yeah, so I guess for a little more explanation it is like a, a collector set of pin that you could only get on club nintendo mm -hmm. but you had to go through the series of events like play mario kart tour on your phone you had to have all these points you had to have all this stuff prepared and then you had to be ready when they went live on club nintendo to with all those things completed to claim them and you only had to pay for shipping at the time but they like shadow drop them at like twelve thirty on a tuesday randomly without any warning and it just, the whole site went down immediately. Yeah. So classic Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody got them except for the resellers probably. But Yeah, basically. But I'm surprised they're even, I, they're honestly not as expensive as I thought they would be, but that's still, mm -hmm. you got a stellar deal mm -hmm. on them. Yeah, like I said, like, um, you, I don't know, year two, three years back, like these were going for like 175 this set of pins. <laughs> like, yeah. and I got these for like... Four, 150. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would not make that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not make a decision for 150 bucks and with 45 seconds to spare. What if it was the Mariners? Yeah. Oh, Mariners. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So you would make a decision for 150 dollars with 40 seconds or less. Well, it's all relative. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, these are these are these are beautiful. I will put these and display these next to the other set of pins I have in my room. Yeah. So shout out to our boy Jaden. Shout for... out to both of you. Both tried really hard to reach out oh, to me. Yeah, yeah Jaden sent it here. and was like, "Were you guys looking for this?" I was like, "James needs it. I know he needs it. <laughs> Do I want it? Yes, but James needs it because he needs to complete those pins now." Yeah, yeah. So I got those. Um, is there anything else? I think I'm done. Oh, I guess Chris. Thanks, man. Chris found a box of random games in your in your mom's basement or something. Yeah, I used to do a lot of eBaying. I don't anymore, so I'm just giving this stuff away now. Okay, so it's he, junk. He got me. He got me a, a an old disc of uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Chaos Theory uh, on the original. Go play some Spies versus Mercs, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, if this is backwards compatible, I'm gonna do what I can. Still, probably. I I know some games do that now, but still, one of the most toxic multiplayer things. It was that, so that toxic. when you're the spy and you get you get the Merc before you uh, Merc them. You can yeah. whisper into their ear something just totally toxic. People, People are... They would they would sing creepy songs into your ear. They would do all kinds of weird stuff. Was, I would do it, it too. <laughs> yeah, no, James and Jordan were the worst. <laughs> oh, man. It was... Oh, man, that was a really fun game. Uh, some solid pickups. I always appreciate, James, that you, you come... Me and Jaden always have a lot of games, but you always have really unique items, which yeah. is cool. I think I keep it a little little versatile up in here. Because, yeah, yeah, generally when it comes to games, it's like very specific franchises or i mean i guess gamecube games and some modern stuff too but yeah generally I'm, I'm into like video game paraphernalia or accessories like i have a real controller problem you all know that um can't control himself i have can't control <laughs> myself <laughs> i'm here all night <laughs> yeah yeah or amiibos you know stuff like that yeah no i get it all right Jaden. tricky j tricky j 
Finally, this came in. Oh, oh, you were so there when gosh. the listing went live. I got mm. the Celeste Deluxe Edition. I figured might as well go deluxe. I didn't know there would be a physical release at like GameStops and stuff, but whatever. I'm so happy. This came in like a few days oh, or like gorgeous. a week later. And yeah, just full of... Oh my gosh. I was going to say junk, but it's not junk. junk. <laughs> There's no game. Oh, oh, no. oh no, you got ripped off. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff in there. It's going to take forever to put it back inside. But the outside box is gorgeous. I love this Yeah, it's game. really pretty. Very displayable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really happy that this happened because, yeah, like I must have said then, I imagine. This is one of those games I missed out on on the physical release because I wasn't. I never played it yet, so I didn't know I would like it. Or I would, I would want a physical, but like once I played it, I'm like, oh, I would really like that, but I don't want to pay $150 <laughs> yeah. for it's a brutal. secondhand market. Such a limited game. run. So thankfully, fan game, fan gamer. Mm-hmm. Thank you to fan gamer. This Which really pretty package. Fun fun fact. I the, take this with a slight grain of salt because I don't have all the details. But I only recently realized that fan gamer, I believe this is accurate, is was made by the same crew that did Starman.net. Which for if you guys don't know, Starman.net was the Earthbound fan site oh, that what? was basically they were they're the crew that translated uh, Mother Three that released the ROM the translation ROM. Mm-hmm. But when when I was a teenager or like a kid even in the late nineties and there was nobody that talked about Earthbound, that's where you would go for other like minded Starman fans was Starman.net. And my I believe what I read was the some of the people who started that site or ran that site or who created Fan Gamer, which also tracks because I remember the first time I ever saw Fan Gamer was because of Earthbound merch. Mm-hmm. So uh, when yeah. they and they pretty commonly have like Ness's shirt and hat and yeah, like stuff like that. So They're, I do I do buy that that's true, but I didn't fact check it. I remember you as a kid. Mm-hmm. In the very early internet days, taking me to that website when I didn't really give a care at all about Earthbound. I remember, wasn't it like a deep black background and it's mostly text? And, and it, it was Starman like, Starman at the top. Yeah, Starman at the top. Everything else looked really rough, but I remember thinking, this is cool. This is very cool. Yeah, no, me, me and Nick used to spend a lot of time on there because it was like, it was just cool because there's forums and stuff. Like, we, I don't think we chatted on there, but I remember reading people's like, everybody's hopes for uh, Earthbound 64 and stuff. Oh, I know. Speaking of which, that's in the issues of Nintendo Power 2 where they're like most wanted games when they actually thought that Earthbound 64 was coming. So it's kind of interesting. There's just a few videos out there of its existence of like the game early gameplay footage and stuff. But sorry, Jaden, we got off no, topic. No, dude, you're good. I'd love to hear it. And then finally... Oh, finally so came nice. out. I was waiting for their reprint to happen, and finally the day it did. That looks. I think it was like either five or <laughs> ten bucks more than their previous one, but I'm like, whatever. Okay, you got my money. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's such a nice oh, box, man. Yeah, like in the gold seal on the top right, it looks like the. You remember the Caldecott Award on like children's books? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> Oh, no. That's so it's nice. The, yeah, it's on the cover. I can't open it now. <laughs> I mean, I could, but like, I'd have to keep this plastic thing around it. I haven't opened it yet, but oh, I'm going to do so, it it's... right here live. Live. And, then you, and I want you to build the little model while we're talking. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Right yes, here, yes. Right, that has to be done by the end of the episode. And you're just going to hear me tinkering with it. Oh, oh my god! That's a nice box. Oh, I love it. That is now I regret not. Why does it? The trigger. L- it looks different than it's definitely packaged You're, a lot different yeah, than mine. It's on no offense, unfortunately, no, no, no. but it's packaged better. That looks better. That because looks a lot yours better. Yours has it like, pa- like mine looks like, like wrapped like, onto the edge. It looks outside. like wrap sealed and like like shrink wrapped. Dude, that is so nice. I kind of want to get a second version now. it's probably too it's late sold out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah it's too late probably this is what i hate about like money sometimes mm. because i want i like this game already like i've played it and i wanted it but i talked myself out of it because i spend enough money but now that i'm holding it i'm like i need to have this i'm gonna 
definitely put this on my I've got my eye on you category <laughs> immediately because this is just so cool. I have to ask because it was like forever ago when we when you've mentioned this game. Have you played it yet? I have not. <laughs> it's really good, dude. That's it's so say. good. I love me some shmups though. It is so hard. Let's go shmup shmup. Shoot em ups, we say now. Yeah, we no longer say shmup. <laughs> I can do whatever I want, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll put this in. This, this last one I wanted to bring with me, but I just couldn't because of what it was. Let me, so I took some pictures of it for you, Jimmy. I showed you Chris uh, worked out a trade with a brother. Found oh this thing. My Pristine oh. Game Boy box. Like it's so pretty. Yeah, Noah no one like texted me I'm like, dude, look what I just like oh. he didn't he didn't find it. He was he was helping his boss like put some stuff up online. So yeah, so the same so the, guy you were talking about. Console two or just the box? Just the box, but Even I have the, like oh multiple my, Game Boys. This box so is in all, such nice condition. You can swipe like left and right. I took some different angles and stuff. And, and like we were just like oh. texting. He was like, dude, this box is like so pristine like it's it's blowing my mind and like you said earlier like you're talking about like game boy games like able to play them like from 40 years ago and that that like hit me i'm like oh my goodness yeah game boy's 40 over 40 years absolutely old. <laughs> that's crazy i man. don't know if i've seen cooler box art for a console know, too. like that is so such, the, uh, the black grid based yeah like, it's so cool it's so very 80s too like oh, i love yeah. it like it's super <laughs> cool it makes me think of punch out and like the grid based little little mac you yeah, know yeah dude that's what a nice so cool. pickup Dude, that is incredible. So I tried to try to pull a a, a Dad Dunmire move, and just <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Dunmire, not as low as like forty or sixty dollars, but I'm just like, hundred bucks right here, right now. You don't have to put it on eBay. You don't have to deal with the seller's fee, shipping, blah 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 blah. Uh, but he thought about it, uh, but he ended up like, no, like this this nice condition, it goes for like more. So he kind of want he just wants to, you know, he. He wanted the money for it, and reasonably so. Like, I don't blame him. Like, yeah, that is a really nice box. But oh it gosh. ended up working out because uh, he's like, you want to hit my car? I'm like, okay, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a uh, – to me, I was really happy with that trade. That is really no, cool. No, super nice. And, and so, yeah, we're, and we're, so we're both happy. Win-win. And I was happy. I was excited when I saw your post on uh, – the collectors, um, game collectors, Reddit too. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, yeah. I think I even commented on it. The oh, box. Really? Oh, yeah. Off the check. Yeah. You're like, gonna be hard pressed to find something that looks that cool to display in your room. You know, dude, like that's I know that's up there for sure. So yeah, I was really scared of bringing it just because like yeah. it can only like get like more beat up. Like <laughs> yeah, it can't get in better shape. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I mean to say. So I need to get a box. For oh, that, dude. Like, stat. Yeah, I need to order. <laughs> I I have. I was putting together the order and I got distracted, so I need to go back to that. Well, I just don't I'll, I'll just go ahead. And was that in it. a time capsule for forty years? Like, <laughs> dude, they, they like, didn't get like messed up by moisture and or and or rain or we, temperature. Or... We asked him, and he was like, "I have no idea where I got that from." <laughs> but dude. apparently, it used to be even in better shape, which is hard to believe because this thing is like spotless. Dude, that is nice. Could be proof of time travel, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but to yeah. hide his time travel ways, he threw the Game Boy yes. away yeah. to make it look less suspect. Yeah. suspect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when I when I brought this in my house, like I, I told my wife, I told Jesse, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not going to game stores for a while because like this this is so crazy. I'm 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 pretty content right now. I'm I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I was really. Oh, that's a nice pickup. Proud man. of that one. That's yeah, kings to you. Kings to you for now. <laughs> All right, so my last pickup. Um, so I went to 
Gamer's Heaven or ga- Collector's Haven. Um, well, Gamer's Heaven, Collector's yeah. Haven, yeah. same thing. I don't, yeah. I don't even know where Gamer's I, Heaven. I knew came what from. you meant immediately. Yeah, <laughs> Collector's Haven, because um, Jaden had uh, shown that they got a big, uh, big bunch of games in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, I we'd been there before, and I had somebody telling me there that I should bring my Pokemon cards in to sell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I hadn't decided I wanted to part with them yet, but I finally I thought about it, and I was like, I don't, I just don't, don't do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't collect Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. I, I've bought them, I have them, I don't collect them. So I went through and kept a bunch of the ones that I do like, and I, I have some value to me, meant like sentimentally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the rest of it, I was like, I'm gonna take there, see what I can get, um, because I'd rather put this towards stuff that I want, like game wise. Um, so sure enough, I went there, and then I talked to Wes, who's the owner, um, who, fun fact, will be on the next episode of the podcast. So, Ooh, let's uh, go. Keep that, uh, keep be ready for that in a couple weeks. Welcome, Wes. Um, but yeah, I talked to him, and he apparently no longer does the Pokemon card portion of it. He sold that off to, oh. to I think we got this collection from. I, I didn't, I don't get, didn't get all the details, but um, so he was almost kind of like, I can't really buy them, but I was like, okay. Here's the thing, like I know there's a lot of value in here overall, but I know these two cards are worth a lot you know like if you want to verify you can i don't talk condition so i'm like i know these cards alone should probably fetch me at least 200 bucks were those the wanted... tag team hollows we were talking about it was the one the psyduck um shelter tag team oh holo. sure 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 and it was the i had what's her face from x and y with luna or sun and moon with oh, lunatone and Solgaleo. Yeah. what is her it? name i can picture ponytail blonde mm-hmm. yeah but those two cards are both worth at least like 150 like mm-hmm. it probably in the condition i had but i told him i was like I don't want to bring these back. Like this isn't close for me. So like I I don't know if this works, but if you can do 200 store credit, like I just fine with that. Like I just there's a stack of stuff that I want. So like I know I could have got more if I'd come back or something, but frankly I just wanted to be done with it. And mm-hmm. I and I there was stuff there I wanted. And I didn't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. So that's what the stack of games is. Um some pretty um common stuff in here, but some heavier hitters in here for sure. So for the common titles, more common titles, the things that I wanted. Um, that still aren't super cheap generally. As in, I got Sushi Strikers the way of Sushido. That's a cheap one. Nice. Um, but I wanted it and it helped polish off the last of the money I had. Um, super Mario 3D Land. I just, I've played it. I've had it. I don't have it anymore, so I needed to replace it. Uh, Yoshi's New Island, hmm. which was an easy pickup because I've always wanted to play it. And Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. That are <laughs> remake of Donkey Kong Country 1? Yep, the port for the the, the Wii game. Nice. Yeah, remake of the Wii game, which I've never played, and I don't. I've never owned this version of it. So these are all games that I just wanted. I've wanted. I want to play like probably fifteen to twenty dollars each, other than Sushi Strikers, and they were all priced really reasonably, so it was easy to pick them all up. And these next three were the three that were very like all three games I really wanted, and mm-hmm. I helped solidify the deal for me. That was um, Detective Pikachu. Very nice. Which I wanted for a while, so getting that was nice. And Dragon Quest VIII, uh, Journey of the Cursed King, which you had in the last episode. Nice. Very expensive game. Um, I've never played it. I've always wanted to, so I'm happy to have that. And then to finish off my 3DS Dragon Ball games, I got Dragon Ball Fusions, which just seems to get more expensive. So. Oh, the cover's really cool. <coughs> Man, I'm really sorry about the cough. The more I talk, the more my my throat itches, or my chest itches and wants to cough. But That's right, man. You ever heard of the flu game that Michael Jordan Michael Jordan did? He's famous for it. The came flu out, game? The flu game. Came out and won in the NBA Finals with, with the flu. Oh. Well, I don't <laughs> have the flu. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> and I don't have COVID. I just have, this is a cough, and I'm sick of it. But mm-hmm. I'll win this episode with my mm-hmm. cough. 
Um, so anyway, definitely, I, I feel like easily $200 That's for the value. Lot. I feel yeah, like I got for... more than my... To me, I feel like I did... I told Jasmine and Kel, my friend Keldrick was with me too, and I, I told him, I was like... I, I felt like I was going to walk away with some seller's remorse from selling my Pokemon cards and mm-hmm. maybe not feeling like I got enough for them, but I have had zero regrets. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I got... I'm very happy with the stack of games that I got. Uh, I don't feel like I compromised. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, I probably helped them out, but frankly, this is stuff that I which I struggle with pulling the trigger on because it's some more pricey stuff. So, so yeah, that, that basically completed the purchases that I made this last um, pay period, but... Um, or this last between these episodes, but yeah, I was super excited for that stack of games. So a lot of quality awesome. added to my 3ds collection, which I did account today because I was curious, yeah. um, and I remembered to add. I remembered you had two games coming for me too. I'm up to 56 3ds games physical, hmm. and that's there. Are, I do have a few cases without games, and I have a few games without cases, which I know that's confusing. But um, so what is that? But like an eighth of the total 3ds? Just about, I, guess, I would think. Yeah. So it's pretty good. It's one one chunk done. I'm not going for a complete set, though. Granted, with me, you never know. I might change <laughs> my mind, but it's just been. I've had a lot of fun doing getting 3ds games lately, um, and like I've been playing it a ton too. So, yeah. So that's it for one ups and pickups. Thank you for sitting through an hour and ten minutes of one ups and pickups with us. Um. So let's move on to what we've got our eyes on. Um. Jimmy, you kind of already talked about this. Let's just start with you again. What do oh. you got your eye on? Oh. Oh. Um. Um. Start with him. Jaden, what you got your eyes on? <laughs> oh. I meant Jaden, not Jimmy. I didn't know we'd be doing this portion. <laughs> Are we talking about PSP games? Let's just yeah. talk about me. I'll start. If you... <laughs> <laughs> um, no worries. And if you don't have anything specific you want to mention right now, that's fine too. But I'll think. Um, so for me, I've got my eyes on. Um, so PAX West is coming up. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who might not be familiar, PAX is a really big video game convention. They have it in the East as well now. And do they do another one, or do they cancel like the South? There used to be one in South in Texas, but <clears throat> I, as far as I know, that's been discontinued. Okay, so it's a big convention. They do it focuses not just on game video games, but board games, role playing, like mm-hmm. pen and paper RPGs, um, lots of indie stuff. But um, just this last week, Behemoth, who's the team that did Castle Crashers. <clears throat> and Battle Block Theater and some other stuff. <coughs> Man. Um, they announced that they're going to do a physical release for um, Castle Crashers, and at um, which is the first time it's ever had a physical release, which is cool. I love Castle Crashers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at PAX West, there's going to be an exclusive box, like collector's edition, that'll come with a plush of one of the characters and a bunch of other stuff. It's only going to be $50. Um, so Ooh. I was like, that's a no brainer. I love castle crashers. That's really cool. Um, but the first hundred people also get, uh, an exclusive medallion that will just be that first hundred people that pick it up. Mm. So I'm definitely going there first on Friday. Cause I'm going to PAX on Friday. Like you guys are as well. That'll be my first, um, place that I'm going. Cause I'm no matter what, I want to get that collector's edition, but I want to try to aim to get top 100, so I can get that medallion. I love the idea of being one of only 100 people that has an extra little collector's piece. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah. PAX exclusive? Like the <coughs> so no, uh, medallion aside, the other part, that'll only be at this PAX. As far as my understanding on the article was it was exclusive to PAX, Whoa. PAX West. So um, I could be wrong. Maybe I misread something or misunderstood what they were saying. But my understanding was that, that cl- not, the phys- not the game itself, the release of the game itself, but that collector's edition was mm-hmm. PAX exclusive and only 50 bucks. Mm. So that's what I've got my eyes on. I feel like I should be able to get the, the collector's edition, no problem. I'm hoping to get the medallion as well. Um, and this is something else because I've been on a 3DS kick lately too is 
I don't remember if I knew this. I've known this since, but I'm more interested in it lately. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon released in dual packs, like they have done for a while now. But they the dual packs on 3DS actually released with Steelbooks. Um, and <clears throat> I didn't. I don't know if I like. I said I don't know that I knew that when they came out. But now I'm kind of interested in trying to pick those up because yeah. they're like 3DS Steelbooks is a really uncommon concept. Like there's not a lot of them out there. Um, they apparently had some more, Europe got some more, but like, we only got those two plus a couple other not standard size 3DS case deal books. But so anyway, that's something I'm kind of like watching out for now. Um, see if I can't find them at a better price. Cause I'd like to add those to my collection. But other than that, I'm kind of constantly these days I'm on a handheld kick. So I'm kind of constantly looking for 3DS and PSP games, but nothing that I need to mention right now. <clears throat> All right, James. Right well, now. I think you're maybe going to be a little bit torn when you go to PAX. I don't know if you saw it today, but uh, Limited Run did tweet what their uh, PAX West convention exclusive is. Crap, I hadn't seen that. And shocker, it is a Star Wars VHS-based video game is exclusive to PAX Republic West. 2? It is Knights of the Old Republic 2 VHS ah. edition with Steelbook. So you're in a bit of a pickle here. Well, I said the S word. Chris is going to go for it. <laughs> you're going to have to do it. You do your best version of TN and split yourself into two people and run as soon as the gates open. I don't know. But uh, it also looks like they're going to have other... Um, you look pretty frustrated right now. <laughs> he's, he's, I'm, liter- I'm literally sitting here thinking about what, <laughs> like how I, how I can manage to get both. You might have to uh, buy uh, a ticket... To well, you're not going to the Behemoth booth, are you? No, I'll, I don't know. I might I have to give you cash. To I don't get know that. what I'm going to buy. Two Castle one. Crashers, and I'll pick up. I your... don't know if it's one per person or not. <laughs> yeah, that's that, what uh, I have. That's yeah. what like it's. All... And I would bet that that it's limited at uh, LRG too. For well, what, if uh, Hannah is there, she could always pick. Yeah, if you guys, if you're able to get two, maybe. I well, think, anyway, that's not important for the episode. That's just my. But they're also going to have. They had a whole list of uh of games that sounds like they're going to have a stock of there, which includes um. River City Girls 2, the PAX East um, exclusive version. They oh, have like cool. some residual left of that, and I would like to get that. So, yeah, I don't know. That's one of the, maybe one of the places I'm going to be targeting early, um, PAX Friday. Maybe you have a better chance because it's a Friday and not Saturday as opposed to last year. Yeah. Maybe. I will say this. like I love PAX. It's my one of my favorite times of the year every year. But I don't like this exclusive stuff at PAX because it takes away from my going to the gaming it's sections tough. and playing stuff. It's but tough. But I like... When they make it this exclusive, like I have to go there first, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm only just a little sad that I can't just focus on a game first because I miss those days. Well, maybe it's some consolation to you that, in general, the pack swag has kind of gone down a bit, right? You know, generally you're not getting a really cool T-shirt. Generally, you're getting like a what equates to a Burger King crown that you put on your head for whatever <laughs> that video game is. You well, know, you get the pins. I like pins. Yeah, and that is true. The pins those are still somewhat. The pins are really prom- cool. Prominent. Yeah. I just found out today, too, just on this topic of packs on Saturday, which I won't be there, though I might try to go now. They're going to do uh, the voices of Final Fantasy 16 panel. So they're going to have the voice actors there, which would be cool alone. But also everybody who is, is uh, makes it into the panel gets an exclusive Final Fantasy 16 pin. Um, uh, it's like a pixelated version of Clive. Um, from the game and i'm like now i really want that so <laughs> now i'm trying to figure out i'm thinking about maybe since we're doing nintendo live on saturday i'm like maybe i can get a scalper to give me get me a badge for like 20 bucks are you if do- i go halfway through the are day you go- are you doing nintendo live now <clears throat> yeah i got let's a go how'd you get it so through keldrick oh, one nice. of his friends isn't gonna go so keldrick <clears throat> my homie kings to you keldrick kings to you kel i'm really glad you're gonna get to go though so yeah i'm excited but that's just anyway that's something else i've got my eye on it's possibly improbable that i'll go because i'm not paying for a full price ticket to get in to just go to one panel yeah 
Um, oh, and Reggie's going to be there on Friday, the day we're there. Reggie Fizame. Yes. Though I do think that if we're racing to all these things to get games, that probably the line for that panel is going to be stacking up immediately. It'll as be soon a very interesting morning. Very stressful. Yeah. It's going to be. I have to take my anxiety meds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You got something you you're looking at? Anything you got your eyes on, Jaden? Um. So all this talk about Trackmania lately on the Discord <laughs> with Joel's got me really pumped again. You know, it's nice to have a, a friend who's into that game too, because yeah, I've played this game by myself for the longest time. Uh, so there was a DS game. Um, I think I've mentioned before there was one for DS, Trackmania DS, but then there was one later on came out way later, um, Trackmania Turbo for DS. Uh, this isn't the same as the PS4 and Xbox versions of Trackmania Turbo. It's really confusing with the names, but there was a DS and a Wii game that came out and they were so hard to find when they came out. Like I was keeping up to date. Like I, I was looking for it forever. I finally found it for Wii. So I grabbed that one, but now I'm looking at that DS one. Um, so just this morning I just pulled the trigger. Cause like I, I would always be like looking for it like online eBay. It's like never on there. Yeah, man. So it's actually rare. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's still around like the 30, $35 mark. Um, so I pulled the trigger on one. Um, I didn't need it sealed. But this was like the only listing on eBay and it was 34 bucks, like new and sealed. So I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Like that's a, that's a normal price DS game back in the day. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's new. So I'm like, okay. So right. I guess that's kind of, diff- it kind of fits in. I've got my eye on that, even though it's already coming to pretty me. Soon, I guess. <laughs> pretty soon you'll have your hands on it. <laughs> I've got my eye on the I've emails my- that are coming towards <laughs> me about it. I've tracking. got my eye on you tracking number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm so, glad you found it though. Like that's it's fun when something is that uncommon to finally be able to mm-hmm. like get get a copy of it or find it at all. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but mo- for the most part, I've just really slowed down. I've just been really trying to play the games that I've gotten because I'm acquiring them way faster than I am like completing them. So it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, yeah. what am I doing here? That, that's the plight of being a collector yeah, sometimes. For sure. Yep. Um, I mean, it, both things are fun: playing them and finding them for a good deal. But yeah. The problem is I get almost, uh, I mean, I'm probably 60-40. Like, I get more enjoyment from playing than I do from collecting, but I get a lot of enjoyment from collecting. Mm-hmm. Like, it really, like, it's a high, like we've talked yeah. about, and I really enjoy. Like, even if I don't get a great deal on something sometimes, it's still just, like, if I really want it, it's still like, I got this thing that I really wanted, mm-hmm. and I don't know. And it's way less effort, too, than, like, sitting down and, like, playing something. Yeah, so. I mean, you can do it when you're doing other things. Some, you know, scroll eBay and Mercari, or if you're out and about, exactly. you can stop at yeah, Goodwill. Just or, like, hmm. I got a few minutes I have to wait, so like, exactly. scroll on your phone. So yeah, it's kind of, uh, but yeah, so that's it for me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the news. Um, just I'll start off and say, uh, I'm sure everybody has heard this by the time they listen to this episode, but um, the voice of Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. Uh, Charles Martinet is retiring from uh, playing, from doing the voice after well, almost thirty years, twenty since Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, so age, one of the goats. Yeah, the dude made made Mario come alive for sure. I mean, like we we're of the age where, which that sounds really gross, but um, where we were just at the right age when Mario sixty four came out that we like remember that moment of 
booting it up for the first time. I don't know. You're a little younger, so I don't know if you remember it like that. It was that. still revolutionary. Yeah. Me, like playing in early 2000s. Okay. Like, yeah. So, so you know, and like, it's just Mario before that was just a character. You know, you like Mario, you like Mario games, but he hadn't come alive yet. Like I, if I compare Mario versus Sonic to the early, in the early nineties, Sonic felt a little bit more alive. Mm-hmm. Um, just through his like attitude and the way he acted when, when you know, he was standing still and like, obviously the cartoons and stuff, but Mario had cartoons too, but that Mario 64, when you boost it up, boot it up and you have the, the screen where, where he says, you know, he speaks for the first time and you have the screen where you can mess with his face and stuff. Like it's iconic, man. That was like, it brought Mario to life for the first time. Yeah. So it's sad. Like it does feel like another part as you get older, this stuff happens, but it feels like just another part of like, you know, childhood or just like history kind of going away now, but I mean, he did a lot. I mean, he did probably all the voices at the theme park and stuff. So it's still like you'll hear him. We'll still hear him forever because we'll play a lot of those old games. But it sounds like he's still going to have a role in Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't he going like, to be like an ambassador traveling for Nintendo or something? Yeah. yeah. He's still. So that's cool. Doing something like that. This is a bit of a controversial personal opinion. I kind of like the previous mario voice before him <laughs> like I, th- I find the brooklyn like voice like the in the cartoons and oh, stuff you're next you're gonna say you like chris pratt more than you're the <laughs> oh no 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 the previous, uh, it's like hey luigi <laughs> it's like i don't know i found, no, it, I found it really funny like, it was it was funny it was i just i don't know now i'm just so used to it it feels like mario to me charles martinet does mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it'll just feel weird but i get what you're saying there was a funness even like the live action super mario brothers super show like he wasn't yeah. really mario but it's still like he had that brooklyn thing going like it worked it was fun yeah it just makes me laugh but no yeah i'm in full agreement like it's so that voice is just so like ingrained in my head it, it's it, yeah mario 64 hearing that voice it's just it makes yep. me so happy stretching his so face on, be... the, on the load screen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah it's a it's a very very strange. I mean, people kind of had a suspicion with the Mario Wonder game. I guess, like, people were very observant and kind of suspected, like, is that Charles Martinet? It kind of doesn't sound like him. Like, I didn't even notice that. But mm. apparently people were kind of suspecting that might not be him. And so for, yeah, this news to come out. Um, Whose voice is it yeah. then? I heard people betting uh, on know. whether uh, future games moving forward are actually going to be Chris Pratt or not. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, why would they do that? <laughs> Well, they, so much cheaper not they, to. Yeah, I think I think it would come down to money. But the why would be because because the the movie made like two billion dollars. That'd be the why. Like, yeah, he sold a lot of people on but, Mario. But, that, but why Nintendo also, to do that? Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it, I mean, the movie worked, but it also worked because they separated themselves just enough from the games where mm-hmm. it could be a different voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made it work in that. But if the games are still, yeah, whatever. They'll probably just use AI. Honestly, let's be real. Yeah, that's a good. That goes well with the writer strike and the actor <laughs> strike. We'll miss you, Charles. Yeah. yeah Since for you sure. listen to the cast, it's just no. You'll yeah. be missed here at X Button Gaming. Retire <laughs> in peace. A different kind of rip. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I hope. I've always wanted to go to a convention that he's at though and have him sign something. Um, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what game, but something. Sonic um, the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Just for for giggles. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, James, you had some news too? Uh, just, just one news bit. I wasn't sure if I should put this in. I've got my eyes on you or, on, or this, but I guess both will work. Um, Microsoft has announced a range of official Xbox Series X console wraps, yeah. which will be release, released later this year. So I think they took one from the, the PS5 playbook where, you know, they had, what, they had, the, they had a Spider-Man 
plates, plates yeah. which I'd, I, if I had known when they were going on sale, I probably would have got them, but I didn't. And they sold out immediately. And now they're being sold for like five times the, oh. the re- it's pretty crazy. I just assumed, even though you like um, Spider-Man, I just assumed it was PlayStation. So you didn't care. I mean, I understand so that. I didn't send it to you. And I'm not even like, I'm not, I sent it to Keldrick. But did, he, did he get them? He got the controller. and didn't get the face Oh plates. yeah. Yeah. I think they were already sold out by the time he got it. But. It's, it's still a really cool concept. Like giving people the, the option to customize mm-hmm. their console that they love. Right. Like it's, it ha- it's not been done many times, right? Like it happened with what the, I guess the DS, the face plates on the DS, 3DS face plates, Game Boy Micro, Xbox Game Boy Micro. Oh, oh, 360 did it the, too. The front face plate in the original model of 360 was swappable. Really, oh, it was yeah. a big, big thing. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, kind of cool they're doing it, but they showed three, three of them that they're doing. They're doing um, so pretty. They're doing a, a Starfield one. They're doing a blue camo and a white camo one, but can kind of see what they look like uh this is what the full version is gonna kind of look like but it looks pretty sweet dude like i kind of want to get the starfield version really is it a bad. piece of plastic the, this is or what, is it like an actual sticky thing the, or the, the, the quote says made with solid core panels that are layered with high-tech fabric finishes the wraps are folded around your console and secured with a hook and loop enclosure mm. the interior of the wraps are printed with silicone designs that keep the wrap in place that's cool so it seems a little bit um more protective then maybe some, I don't know, some of the face plates and other options are in other consoles. I don't know, that might cause some damage. So I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see what happens, but I, I'll probably get the Starfield one. And that's something I've got my eye uh, on. We'll see. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, I, I saw, that was just announced today, wasn't it? I don't know. It was re- very recent. Very recent. I, I, saw, I, I, but I, I only saw it today, it. but I don't know if it was today's news or not. But huh. pretty oh, cool. That's cool. They could really do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what one thing that has worked for Sony is these face plates trying to do more limited edition ones like that. Yeah. It's a good it's a good thing to follow. I kind of like that too cuz we can't afford most people can't afford to buy every limited edition console that Absolutely. they want. Absolutely. Yeah. To, to have gives people an option to essentially get that different kind of console look is pretty cool. Yeah. Um so I don't know if either of you men- were going to mention this but the last piece of news that I had was just that Microsoft also announced that they're going to be closing down the Xbox 360 online their their eShop, their online store. Mhm. Um, which, of course, you know, does, once again, raise the conversation of what does that mean about your digital media? Yep. And, um, <coughs> man. They're going to do the Jar Jar Binks clip. Probably it sound like I'm dying over here. <laughs> but, yeah, so there are a lot of games that were only available digital. They'll just be gone. There are a lot of games that are playable physically on 360 that have not received the backwards compatibility treatment yet. So it does, you know, it warrants the R360 games going to start going up in price. Those yeah. those games, I don't know, I don't have, never looked at a list or anything, but those games that aren't backwards compatible, or even some that are, but that aren't, you know, that will no longer be available digital that already had some value or collectability, are they going to go up a ton? So it's interesting. Did we get a date on when the, the marketplace July closes? July 2024. I don't remember if there was an exact oh, Okay, date. so we have about the yeah, same kind of window that, that <clears throat> Nintendo gave us for the 3DS. Yeah, though it's not as big as news because people care less about 360 than they do Nintendo. So yeah, makes but sense. it will affect things no matter what because there will be the panic buyers. Oh yeah, you know there always will be in any case. But it's a matter. We'll see what. So happens. So what do you think then? Is now the time to buy 360 games and t- and, and take a look, or do you think it's we've already <laughs> reached past the point of no return? Maybe wait longer now. I mean, I think if you care, you might as well start looking and seeing what what's happened to prices of stuff already. If it doesn't seem like they've gone up too much, then. Yeah, maybe buy now if you have yeah. stuff you want. I'd like, say that too. I, I don't have a lot of 360 games that I'm like actively looking for, but I want to get a copy of Blue Dragon. Um, and I don't know if that's backwards compatible or not. So, I'm pretty but, sure it is. That's one of the ones it is. For okay, sure. so that's one that I'm like, 
I'm gonna want to buy. I'm just gonna pull the trigger on it soon. But so anyway, it's just just maybe start looking if you care. Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much because like even OG Xbox like isn't that expensive because yeah. collectors tend to not. I don't know the prices. Xbox just doesn't it's, have as much of a Xbox, market. It's Xbox. But yeah. I it's always, so weird. I always wonder if something will tip that scale at some point. Like, you never know. If Microsoft has a crazy resurgence at some point and people get, like, super heavy, like, all of a sudden they're all on the Series X board train, or if Microsoft ever goes under and says we're done with the, the console market, those are two very big sways mm. that could make people, like, be like, oh, I'm nostalgic for Xbox again. Like, yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah, that, that's that's really Xbox's. Well, not only just the fact that they're trending in the in the direction of all digital. They're kind of the the, the people that are at the forefront of that with Game Pass. But um, just the fact that, like you're saying, there's there isn't a lot of nostalgia attached to Xbox as a brand outside of like Halo and I don't know Gears and you know they don't, they they just don't have a lot of the name brands that blinks that time like sweeper. blinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean the fact that like uh, what's that what's that. Um, that RPG that people like on Xbox that came out way back in the day that's getting a new game soon. That's another one of their exclusives that a lot of people like. I have no like. idea what you're talking I'm about. Kidding. Oh, Fable. Fable. There we yeah, go. Like, yeah. They've only got so many, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they haven't, they, they've invested more in third-party support than than even, I mean, a lot of their first-party stuff just didn't work. But the Xbox was honestly, watching videos on it, like, we could spend a whole episode talking about this, but... The Xbox actually, like, they tried. Like, actually, they like looking back, really I respect it. the push that they did on the original Xbox. Original Xbox, oh, yeah, as far sure. as like trying to do first party stuff, like really putting their foot in the water to like see what they could make work. Like, they wanted to get into the console market, and they did. Like, There's a ton of Sega like exclusives that are on there. Like, you can just pretend it's like the continuation of the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. That's well, what I do. Shenmue Two, yeah. exact That's a good point. That's a good point. Shenmue Two, Tojimuro Three, the Jet Jet Grind or Jet Set Radio Future, or Crazy Jet, Taxi. 3. Crazy. There was a lot of Sega love on the yeah. Xbox. Uh, it, it is honestly surprising the Xbox doesn't have more value. The original I'm Xbox, surprised especially. Too. Yeah. Super cheap. And there's enough there's enough uh, things trending in Microsoft's way right now, and they had enough interesting games this year already. Like Hi-Fi Rush could be like a big brand for them pushing forward. Um, yeah, release a physical copy, and I'll please, buy it. please do. <laughs> Starfield. If Starfield is good, we'll see in a couple weeks. Um, if that could be their next one of their, you know, name brands, I guess. Yeah, no, their potentials there. They're trying. I respect the fact that they keep pushing. You know, like some companies may have given up at this point but they have the money not to which yeah. is good for them but they do continue to put out quality stuff as long as they keep trying so yeah hi-fi rush was big and starfield should be huge we'll see yeah all right so let's move on that wraps up the news um did you have unless you had anything Jaden? i thought you said you didn't okay nah. um so we're gonna move on to the main topic so this will be a top 10 episode um, we're going to talk about the PSP a little bit. So like we've done in the past with the Wii U, 3DS, Switch, um, we're going to talk about the, the 10 most valuable PSP games, which, of course, this list has a lot of fluidity to it. It could change a lot day by day because we're just using price charting as a reference. As I say, every time price charting is not the Bible, it's just the easiest for, for game prices. It is just the easiest to get references for and, you know, I did some comparing on eBay, and all these prices seem somewhat accurate. But there's always things that can make these numbers yeah. completely inaccurate. Um, so <clears throat> never use price charting as your only source for what something is worth, which 90% of sellers do nowadays, which is yeah. enough to drive you nuts. But um, it is a it is a good basis. Um, so like I said, we're going to talk about the top 10 valuable 
PSP games according to price charting. And I just wanted to mention a little bit about the PSP because I've been I've I've always loved the PSP, but I've had a little bit of a resurgence of like passion for it this year. Um, it's just such a cool handheld. I love that, like we kind of mentioned earlier, like you could put your own music on it, you could download videos onto it. This was before everybody had an iPod or an iPhone, you know, before smartphones. Things so way ahead of its time. Yeah, so like it was like all that was super cool. It felt like I had my own personal like such a personal device to me. Mm. Um, and then like it came out when I was what, 17. So like, I remember mm. UMDs were kind of a big deal. Like first, I mean, probably not for the best reasons, but I was like, oh, I can watch movies that my parents can't see. You know, like, <laughs> uh, um, triple X, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not triple X movies. Guys. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, <sorry. laughs> no, Vin Diesel guys. Vin Diesel triple X. There's only one triple X I care about. <laughs> and it's Vin Diesel. Um, oh gosh. No, but like the UMD movies, like I, I understand that now it seems so wild because you just download everything you can watch things stream things so easily but the umds were like i watched so much movie so many movies that way like i loved umd movies um it was to me like it's one of my favorite handhelds still like it it obviously like i think people really kind of say the ps like think that the psp didn't do as well as it did they kind of like oh you know the psp was sony's attempt at handhelds but it was whatever not very successful and now, when you compare the fact that it went up to, against the DS, which yeah. is the best, second best-selling console of all time, yeah, um, yeah, it maybe didn't pair up against that as well as it could have. The DS sold 150 million units, but the PSP sold um, 75, almost 75 million units. That's yeah. like 3DS numbers almost. Right? Yeah, it's past the 3DS. Yeah. It's the to- it's in the top yeah. ten yeah. of best-selling consoles. It's, it's a yeah. success. It passed all of the all Sega consoles. Most, I mean, yeah, the it passed the 3DS, the Game Boy Advance. I think no. Wait, hold on, don't quote me on that. Actually, I think it's uh, pretty but the close 3DS, to the 3DS for sure. It's right below the Xbox 360, past the Xbox One. <coughs> mm-hmm. God dang it! Yeah, yeah. But, next, next to the DS and PS2, everything is going to look like a in quotes failure. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> and when you compare it, like like that was its direct competition. So because of that, it doesn't look like a success story. But for being the first handled co- console by sony it was a success yeah it did extremely well knocked it out of the park and on the first try just like yeah. The ps1 yeah it, it and it was just a cool console and compared the ds was more in my opinion was more of a handheld console like a handheld system i mean it felt mm-hmm. like the game it felt like a, an evolution of the game yeah. boy system it still felt like a handheld the psp truly felt like you were holding a handheld home console in your hand that makes i'm being contradictive but a portable hand- ps2 <coughs> yeah yeah i remember jordan having ha- having because i never had a psp <coughs> but jordan had one and i all i remember thinking is that's pretty cool and also i was jealous for my ds that it couldn't play games that looked that nice yeah you couldn't <laughs> help but be really envious yeah i was just like PSP. it was yeah. definitely a thing and like you said it was so versatile it had so many things it could do like i'm I, I don't know why I didn't get one in hindsight other than I probably at the time had some like bias against Sony that kept me from getting it. No. Also a lack of money, lack of money because <laughs> at, at the time I would think I was mostly subject to my parents' money and what they could buy me. So yeah. it was a DS or a PSP. I think Jordan somehow managed to buy one on his own. I don't remember what, I think he was working the side job or something. Like I remember he got one Yeah, because he had a DS as well, but <clears throat> yeah. But if a PSP dropped right now, I, I would buy it day one, like a new gen PSP. Yeah, that's why the queue is so <laughs> disappointing. Some news for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the queue is the lame. Queue. The queue is lame. Yeah, well, th- I just, I, I just think so. Me and Jaden were talking about it briefly before you got here, but like 
the way the PSP played games, like even like racing games, like I've been playing Burnout um, Legends on it, and like yes. it feels like I'm playing a console game. It controls well, it looks good. Like obviously, it's not going to look as good as a console in handheld, but it looks fantastic for what it is. Yeah. Um, it was the first console to truly do sports games in handheld, like really well. First person shooters. It was kind of the first time where it was able to start doing those. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the PSP was great for full fledged like RPGs, like as you'll see on this list. There's a lot of RPG love in the system, and it did it yep. well. Um, the console just... It, I think it's a little underappreciated overall. And I will say this before we get into the list. <clears throat> the PSP has a fantastic library. There is some comp- incredibly solid stuff on this console. And for whatever reason, it is still dirt cheap. They're, yeah. they're, they're, the majority of the list of games... Is still fifty dollars or less. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are way less than that, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what the full list. It's like four or five hundred games as well, I think, on the PSP. Um, but that's pretty surprising that that there's so much quality. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the Final Fantasies, Fantasy Stars, you know, the, that's just to start, and I'm not going to go all day on that. But they they're very affordable. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that being said. Because, you know, we're running long already. Let's go ahead and start off in the top ten. So we're going to do a roundabout where we'll each do one um, until we're done. Uh, And I'll start off with number ten. So the tenth most expensive game on the PSP currently. These are all uh, standard edition games, too. We we left the limited edition stuff out. CIB. It's all CIB. All just standard, um, basically, game only. Game instructions. um, Yeah. CIB, but no limited edition, no collector's editions, no, nothing yeah. like that. Um, but number 10 starts off with Hammer and Hero, uh, which complete, complete in box goes for around $100. Um, so I didn't know a ton about this game, so I watched a couple videos to familiarize myself with it. It's basically a side scroller um, mm-hmm. action game, little, a side scroller beat em up more or less. Yeah. You play as a dude with a hammer and you literally just beat people up as you go across <laughs> the screen. It seems like there's not much story, um, <clears throat> not a lot to go off of. You do get different jobs that you allow you to switch your weapon. So, mm-hmm. um, like you can do a you can be a sushi chef that gives you a fish to like beat people up with, or a DJ <laughs> and you get like a vinyl record that you can slap people with. Um, game looks like really quirky, and I like the look of it a lot. I think it was an Atlas game as well. It looked fun which... to me in a brief video I saw today. <coughs> it looked really fun. Like, I saw him jumping up and, like, redirecting missiles with this big hammer. Yeah. And I remember him, like, all of a sudden go- getting into, like, super, super large, almost like Mario with a star or something. And he was, like, attack. He was hammering on, like, some big monster that was, like, I don't know, Godzilla-sized or something. But it was really, it looked fun. It was a super quirky-looking game. Um, and it's one of those I don't think I'd heard about until recently when I started looking into PSP more. Um, but, yeah, definitely look up a video for it if you haven't because it does, it has a lot of personality for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the 10th most expensive game on the console at a hundred dollars. So we're not starting super cheap, but, um, not one of the more expensive consoles. There's no GameCube. Yep. Um, all right. So let's move on to Jaden with number three. Number three? Number oh, nine? Number nine. Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, I see why. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it's Persona 3. Portable. Oh. At $102. Nice. I'm surprised it's this pricey. Uh, I guess is this like the brink of Persona getting big in the U.S. Was 
around I, here you're not you're talking to the wrong guy but i would say probably on some level uh, I, I i don't remember hearing about persona until persona 5 on on ps4 that's when i remember it blowing up big yeah time. yeah okay for, so, for, as as an as a, as a layman that doesn't play the persona games sure so we're the wrong people to be talking <laughs> about this or theorizing why it's like that but um it was pretty cheap for the longest time around 20 30 bucks mm-hmm. until 2019 the the great upheaval <laughs> you know <laughs> or 2020 was that yeah, yeah, yeah. um that's when it began to rise in like 2019 and then it eventually like got up to like the $200 mark. Oh wow. At, at, at its peak according to price charting. Uh, so about double what it goes for now. So you could look at it, look at it as like, Whoa, that's expensive. But like right now it's half the price it used to be. Yeah. yeah so, and that might come with the fact that they're porting it, um, to modern consoles soon. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Are they really? Um, yeah. And I, I'd stepped away for a second, but I'll jump in with a little more persona information. Um, <laughs> you know, a little more than I, for sure. Yeah. So persona three and four were definitely big and did well, but it was big in the RPG community. Sure. Um, and they still never were like mainstream. So kind of like what you guys said, Persona 5 was the differential there. Because Persona, Persona 5 really hit it off with people way outside of that. I think it took it mainstream. It, I mean, the fact that it made it onto Smash really says everything. Yeah, Persona is 100% mainstream now. Persona was huge in Japan. And it was up and it was coming up more and more with each game here. But uh, yeah, 5 is where it got big. But 3 was, was a port of the PS2 game. Um, but they added, uh, you could be either a male or a female pr- protagonist. Mm. And I think they added more content too. But it was apparently the best version of the game. Um, well, way better than the PS2 On version PSP? from what I understand. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it's coming to modern consoles now. So that's probably what the, like I said, that's probably where the price drop came Yeah, from. a lot of the Persona games are going to be, you know, they're going to be on Game Pass. So essentially free. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Hundreds and hundreds of hours. Did you know you can get Game Pass for free, guys? Oh, no. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. All right, let me tell you all about it. Please, James, tell us more about well, how you can get Game Pass for it free. It all starts with Microsoft reward points. <laughs> oh, all right, so we're moving on to number eight. Number eight on the PSP value list is Silent Hill Shattered Memories, going for one whole dollar more than number nine did, $103. Is that right? Yeah. Yours was 102? All right, so this is an, a, apparently a reimagining of the first Silent Hill game. And for those who aren't familiar, um, which I'm not super familiar, uh, Silent Hill is a very popular survival horror series. Not quite as popular as Resident Evil, but maybe next best. The Pepsi, you could say. Um, this <laughs> <laughs> game was uh, developed by Climax Studios. It was originally developed and released for the Wii, and then it was soon ported to the PS2 and the PSP. So, strangely, this it's just weird to think that a game like this, is like a like a horror survival game, was made with the intention of being on the Wii first. And so it has it has like um, it has motion controls in mind, and you can kind of that's kind of reflected when you play the port. So this is considered probably the worst version of the game. Actually, is on the PSP, although it does have portability. So you know yeah. that has an edge that the others can't claim. Um, but it was received relatively well. I guess it got a 79.80 on Metacritic, at least the Wii version. But uh, yeah, I didn't know that there was a, a game that... Um, I didn't know there was a Silent Hill game that was originally released on the Wii exclusively before it got moved to the other consoles. I mean, I don't know if I knew that. As Silent Hill is not a series I've ever followed, but <clears throat> it wasn't uncommon that companies would make games exclusively for the Wii and then it wouldn't sell well, so they'd port it to mm-hmm. other consoles to try to boost their mm-hmm. sales or even PSP. There's a lot of PSP games that were made, um, but it didn't sell as well as they'd hoped. So they ported them to the home consoles. Yeah. yeah. PS2 versions expensive. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Is it like... really? 
I wonder almost, what the Wii version. It's almost three hundred bucks. Oh wow! So then it's valuable. You, I would assume it's pretty high up on the Wii list too. Then you, I would. That's I would probably guess. why the PSP one's even as much as it, as it is. If it's the worst version of the game, mm. Wii one's a little cheaper than PSP one. Is it really loose? It's the same price. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, it's that's just nice. that's just weird that a, there's a it's a Wii just to hear a Wii port on PS2. It's just very strange to me. Well, graphically they were they were on par. Yeah, <clears throat> makes sense. And they were like, yeah, super high-selling consoles yeah. on similar power levels, so it makes sense for games to just, like, I just throw them on both. Yeah. It happened It happened a lot. It was a weird time, for sure. The PS2 at that point should have been long since dead, but they were still porting and making games for it, so... Yeah. All right, number seven um, is Legend of Heroes Trails in the, uh, Trails in the Sky, mm. um, which comes in at $107 complete in box. Um, so I watched some videos on this. It definitely looks like a really good RPG. It has, I mean, really very like appealing graphics it uh, looks almost like a pop-up book like i don't know i li- really like the look of it um everything i watched because i've never played so legend i'll get into this a little more later too but the legend of hero series is, is extremely expansive so people now are probably more familiar with the trials of cold steel series mm, yeah, uh, which is also those. part of the the legend of heroes this was another spin-off series trials in the sky then there was just the legend of heroes series and from what I understand, they're all part of the Dragon Slayer series in Japan. Mm. <clears throat> it's apparently a series that's been going on since the 80s. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, it's only kind of started, it found its footing here in America on the PSP, but Trials of Cold Steel is really where it started to take off. Yeah. Um, so what, I've, what I understand with this game, because I haven't played it, is that it's long, and it is uh, there's a ton of content in it as far as, like, side quests, story. It's just very immersive, and I watched a couple different people talk about this game. Not not so much reviews, but people just mm-hmm. talking about what they thought about it. And the consensus seemed to be that um, sometimes the missions can seem unnecessary. Sometimes things might not make sense. But as you get closer to the end of the game, you realize literally everything you did had a purpose and actually fed into the overall story at the end of the game, mm-hmm. towards the end of the I game. I like that. So um, it sounds like th- this game... This series, The Trials in the Sky, seems like it has a ton of love. Like, I've kind of now... I was well, This is a game I kind of wanted to play because I wanted to play Trials of Cold Steel. Um, but apparently, the, you know, this is like a trilogy. Apparently, it's fantastic. Hmm. Like, uh, they're, they were saying, like, it's just so good. And if you love story, like, it does some of the best uh, story and, like, really does a good job of inter- just really putting everything together. So, yeah, this is the first RPG on the list. Um no, it's not. Second RPG on the list, but well, there's plenty of them. But yeah, Legend of Heroes Trials in the Sky for 107 bucks. So not cheap, but still not crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah, still not not bad. Number six, we got Ragnarok Tactics. Ooh. I figured I'd show you a picture of the it. The key for it's the box uh, art. Yeah, yeah. It's a, so it's a tactics game based off of the MMO Ragnarok Online. Um, I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. I, just, <laughs> I looked that up. So it's an Axis game. Uh, looks like your typical tactics game. Uh, had all right reviews at 65 on Metacritic. Mm. Um, not bad, but nothing special. Seems to be the consensus back then on just skimming over some reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot if I said the price. So it's around t- uh, one, 110. Uh, but this was like $20 for the longest time until 2020 really messes up <laughs> the yeah. prices of things. Absolutely. People probably started realizing it's not as common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's really all I have to say about that one. Just yeah, look look at what things used to cost. 
and see <laughs> if like if it's going up or if it's going down and yeah use that to make your purchasing decision <laughs> if you're <laughs> one thing one thing help. i noticed with this top 10 list um is it's more the i mean at least like that game and like i think hammer and hero and a couple others on this list aren't so much just i mean aren't necessarily so much that they're just great games it's honestly i think actually rarity i think that they were released later in the life cycle and there's not as many copies out there so it pushed up the value quite a bit yeah yeah true yeah all right then number five is yep. that where we're at all right this is make sure i say this right because you you know better than me East, yeah, all right. That's what I my understanding. East one and two chronicles, which uh, goes complete in box for a hundred and fifteen dollars. So, this apparently collects the first two East games um, that started the series off. Um, it introduces the main character, um, Adel Kristen, whose goal is to search out the books of East, which chronicle the history of an ancient civilization. Um, this game is played um, from the overhead perspective it's an action rpg with real-time combat which for some reason surprised me i guess whenever i heard you or others mention or talk about it in passing like i thought this must be just a jrpg turn-based kind of thing but it no aesthetically like it reminded me a lot of like a zelda game actually like it looked a lot like it even some of the like the i don't know the treasure chest sprites and the doors and the way you attack enemies mm-hmm. and the boss battles like I got some serious, like, yeah. Link to the Past vibes looking at this game, For honestly. Sure. Definitely more akin to Zelda than Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, honestly, it made me a little bit interested in, in the game and the series in general, especially because Adel is a redhead. You do recall that Joel made yep. sure you knew that. Yep, Adel, Adel. <laughs> if, you know? you, if you didn't say it, I was going to say it on behalf of Joel. Yeah, and I remember. I remember. No, he's definitely a hero I can get behind, just, <laughs> just based on that. I'm not biased at all. But yeah, it looks pretty cool, honestly, um, and uh, you know maybe maybe a reason for me to I don't know go back and and get a PSP. I'm, I'm not assuming I don't know if you can play this anywhere else. No, nah, I don't think so. East Chronicles one and two, but I don't I don't believe so. It's I mean they they have versions of one other places that you can get like older consoles, PS2 and stuff, mm-hmm. different versions of it. But <clears throat> I the, don't know about two. The game legit looks pretty fun and. There's a lot of East games now, right? Like, oh yeah, they're up to tens coming out soon. Yeah. That's where we're at. So uh, it's something that I I may have my on just just a little bit. Yeah, no, this is probably it's probably the game on this list I want to pick up the most. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've kind of been trying to collect them all so I can go through the whole series. A lot of them are on the Switch now, which is <clears throat> makes it simpler. Yeah, I have a couple on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Actually, Orig- maybe Origins. There's East Origins on Switch. Maybe that's like a collection of one and two. Hmm. I'll double check. Yeah, please let me know. <laughs> All right, on to number four, um, Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. Nice. Uh, comes in at $125. Um, from what I could tell, there's nothing about this game that makes it stand out from other soccer games. It's just the newest, the last, I think it's one of the last releases on the console. Um, yeah. they don't, there probably wasn't a lot of copies out there. The updated roster. Soccer, I mean, sports games translated pretty well onto the PSP, so maybe there's they just were. a strong following for it in general. Um but I just assume it's just because 2014, the, the Vita had been out for a couple of years already. So, like, we were way outside of the PSP's oh, life cycle at this point. Um, so, I think it, it really just comes down to the fact that it was probably, I couldn't, I tried to find an answer here, but I couldn't find it. But I bet it was the last retail release. Um, I tried the looking to. actual in-store retail release. Just the fact that it was a sports title made me interested, so I looked up to you. I couldn't find the exact, I couldn't get a, you know. Yeah, it's not very clear. Me and Jane were talking about this a little bit earlier too, and I do think that there's just I think we're we're at a point where the 
the knowledge on the PSP library isn't out there yet because I don't think they're all the research that like has been done with other consoles where people know like everybody knows 3DS the Barbie gloom and groom and glam pups is genuinely the rarest game on the console you know yeah. I don't think that's happened for PSP as much yet mm-hmm. so I wonder if we're like at some point you know people will do this research put it out there and all of a sudden we'll see things change yeah I don't know if you mentioned this too but that also was a very highly rated and respected uh just Series. soccer sim yeah um it was it was kind of before FIFA kind of uh, really took off. Really took off I, and got away from all the competition. I know people used to come in pretty regularly looking for the Pro Evolution games. Yeah, it's it, it's P-E-S. you could compare it pretty strongly to um, you could comp it to like uh, NBA NFL Two K before Madden kind of literally bought the license from under them and they couldn't make the games anymore. You yeah. know, and those games were very respected and. I'll, to a lot of people that play football sports games, they they liked the 2K better than Madden. I remember but, you did. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was really fun. I mean, I like both, but yeah. So similar thing. This was a very, I guess, faithful to, I guess, soccer heads, yeah. footballers. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. No, I just thought, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it because I don't know a lot about soccer. But from what I looked, it looked like it w- looked pretty good on the console too, like graphically. So also, I don't know if Pro Evolution Soccer made any more games after 2014. Maybe that's what it is too. Maybe it was the last Pro Evolution Soccer game. That's just speaking out my butt. I'm not sure, but I don't remember many coming after late, late later. You know, because they don't release these anymore. I don't think Pro Evolution Soccer 2022. I think I've seen that. Oh yeah, they while. still come out. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I am an idiot. <laughs> yes, pes. 2023 yes. is coming out. Yeah, so they're okay. still making them. So just it's FIFA's, it's FIFA's just has, has domination in the market then. <clears throat> yeah, they're too loud. You can't hear past them. It's not called FIFA anymore too. I think FIFA's not attached to the name anymore. It's called X or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. they should take Twitter. Oh, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, Jaden. Oh, that's, that's right. Um, so at number three, we got Hexes Force. Little picture right there to give you an idea. This nice. is an Atlas published RPG. Of course. Yeah, always look for yeah, Atlas. <laughs> uh so this got pretty okay reviews at the time. Again, I'm surprised that these are so expensive. It just must be rarity. Cause it was just alright reviews at the time. The complaints being kind of it can it could be finished in like a day or two. That's what reviewers were saying. Uh, but I think nowadays, with our backlogs, that can be kind of seen as a positive yeah, for a collector. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this was actually one of the pricier ones for a while, hanging around like the 60 range. And then it came down to like like 35 bucks 2018, and then went all the way up to 200 And now it's slowly going down. So right now it's at 135 mm. Um that's all I have to say about that. I appreciate your trends, though. I like I, <laughs> yeah. I like knowing the trends. It honestly is yeah. very interesting. That kind of data I, is really interesting. I do wonder. Um, I, I've watched a lot of PSP videos over the last um, the last six months or so, and when I watched Metal Jesus Rocks video on his like PSP recommendation game recommendations, he had this game on his list. Hmm. Um, it's something he really he said he really enjoyed. It. I'll remember all that he said, um, and that he you know million followers he tends to have a tendency to accidentally uh affect the price of games sometimes <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that makes sense um, so i wonder if that had anything to do with it he may have even mentioned that you know it was an uncommon game to find or something mm. so anyway just random yeah. thought on the price there yeah with these if it's an anime game and if it has axis or atlas logo on the front it yeah. might be worth doing a quick price check if yeah. you're just 
Atlas almost always Absolutely. means value. Numero dos. Niban. Number two. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what just happened? Did James have a seizure? <laughs> this is Persona 2. Innocent Sin. Going for a complete in box on average, $167. Um, not a lot to say since we already talked about Persona, but uh, it, this is seen by many as one of the best RPGs on the PSP, apparently. It is centered around a character named Tatsuya, a high school student who gets pulled into a dark adventure by a dark and villainous character called the Joker, which is confusing because isn't Joker... Joker ends up being the main character. <laughs> yeah, this is very yeah. strange. But apparently the story is um, second to none from what I, from a couple videos that I that I read. And it's a bit, you know... Persona's popular too. Yeah. So a little fun fact, I guess. I only recently learned this too. I don't know a ton about the Persona series in general. But Persona 2, I was under the... I just... I was under the idea that this was just a port of the ps1 game because persona 2 came out in ps1 in america um but i come to find out in japan persona 2 was two discs and was two basically stories that i don't know combined into one at the end or something like that Mm -hmm. so on in america we got persona 2 eternal punishment i think is what it was called um on ps1 and that was only one half of the story Mm. Um, so this Persona 2 Innocent Sin was actually the second half of that story that we never got in America before. Interesting. So it, it's not a port of the PS1 game. It is actually its own standalone, um, thing. So still exclusive to the PSP as far as I know. Um, but yeah, so like you kind of actually need the PS1 game and the PSP game to complete the story that Japan got Weird. all at the same time. Yeah. Super strange. Cause you would think that when they released it on the PSP, maybe they do both versions then, but they... They didn't. That's my understanding. I could say some, be saying something wrong there, but that's what how I took it was that it's two different versions that was one in was one combination in Japan, and we got them at two very separate times. Two halves of the same key, but on different consoles. <clears throat> very yep. strange. Yeah. So to complete the the journey, you actually need to play both, but and they're both extremely expensive. Well, a PS One version is even more. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay, so that brings us to the top of the list. Um, so before I get into the number one entry, I did want to say a few things real quick. Um, one is uh, I felt like it was important to note that a lot of the cop- games on this list, uh, Persona 3, uh, East 1 and 2, um, Legend of Heroes, Trials in the Sky, Persona 2, all had limited edition versions. And as far as I know in, J- in America and in retail stores, that was the only way they actually ever released retail was in that limited edition box. Um, so it isn't uncommon to find them with that, um, the bigger outer box with the soundtrack to whatever else it came with. Cause that I think was for most of these was the only way it was released. So now what you're finding is people selling just the, you know, the actual game because that's all they have left. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you might find the, the when it comes with all that stuff, it's a lot more expensive uh, is what I'm getting at. And it's not super uncommon to find that. So, I don't know. We didn't want to bring those prices in, but I just thought it was kind of interesting that so many of these games, I, I they don't seem to have separate SKUs or anything. So I think it was only released this one way in in, in the store in retail stores. I mean, so anyway, I, my, maybe nobody cares about that. I thought it was interesting. Um, and then lastly, if you look at price charting and you put you sort the list of games from highest price to lowest priced, you'll notice that the first thing on this list is actually something called the Hilton Family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that goes for a, an insane price of about $1,100 to $1,500. Um, I did a bunch of research on this because I was curious as to what that actually was. Was it an actual game? What is it? 
Um, so apparently it was something that was, it was used as a training program for employees at Hilton Hotels. Um, so cool. there's only, only copies were released to Hilton Hotels and I think they were supposed to destroy them or, you know, put them in storage. They weren't supposed to necessarily make it out to the public. So th- somebody has uploaded like footage of it to, um, YouTube and you can watch it on there and it's basically like it's a walkthrough of like a one of their hotels and it shows you like how you're supposed to it's it's for employees it shows you what you're supposed to do in certain situations you know like i didn't watch the whole thing but it was it's not a game i would 100 percent assume this is not needed for any complete collection um if you're going for a psp set (laughs) it's just a very unique little piece of uh history that they even were like let's make this for the psp and train people on the psp yeah um but yeah, I watched a video of a guy who had a complete PSP set, and he had this, um, and he was talking about it some too. But yeah, basically, the only way you'd ever find it is if you go around to Hilton Hotels and were like, hey, like, how much can I pay you to look through your your storage, <laughs> you know, or like have them look and see if they can find it. Because that's most probably, some may have went home with employees. Most of them are probably in storage somewhere in, in hotels mm-hmm. that I'll never see the light of day. So very, very similar to that uh, video I posted recently about the the lost uh, McDonald's training game. Very, very similar for that, the DS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a cartridge that was given to employees and literally taught them how to like lay out fries and get bur- put burgers together. And it's like Cooking Mama for <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. It was, yeah. really cute. it was a really cool video, and it was very interesting to see this guy's experience about how he uh, learned of it, uh, ran into it, and just a very interesting collector story that I would highly recommend. And yeah, just so interesting that there's games. I wonder if there's any games to this day. Like if you if you work at a company and they're teaching you how to do the job on a Switch cartridge, do not get rid of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> do not get rid are, of it. People know better now, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just cool. I mean, that McDonald's thing was cool too. Like it's just it's these little weird things that they were willing to experiment with in the 2000s that they just don't do much today. Um, very inherently Japanese seeming, not like yeah. American in nature, you know. But the Hilton thing, I don't. I think that was made for America. Was I it? Don't, I don't know. I maybe so I'm strange. wrong, but it's just odd. But, um, but still cool, like little fun fact. Uh, but let's move on to the number one title, uh, the most expensive game currently on price charting on the PSP at 175 dollars is Legend of Heroes Three: Song of the Ocean. Um, so like I mentioned briefly earlier, it's part of the, the longer ongoing, um, Dragon Slayer series in Japan. Um, this was, I think the last of the legend, the base legend of heroes games, um, in America before they moved on to the trials of the sky series, then eventually trials of cold steel series. Um, most of what I saw about this is that it's kind of just a generic RPG, um, it's unlike the Trials in the Sky and Trials of Cold Steel, it hadn't really found its footing as like being a really good RPG series yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's apparently the best of the Legend of Hero series on PSP, but not necessarily the best RPG on the console. Um, it feels dated apparently according to uh, uh, in comparison to other games on the series because mm-hmm. it originally came out in 1999. Um, but overall it's still like if you want to play the whole series there is some story elements and stuff that happens in in this trilogy and in this game that kind of connects over into the other series you know like you don't have to have played it but there's still things that connect overall um so it might be you know fun to play it but at 175 bucks you know a lot of people might skip it (laughs) (laughs) understandable Uh, um 
But yeah, I mean, I was trying to do some more research. Uh, Legend of Heroes is it's just a very big series that I really did not realize had so many games in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is just the most expensive because it was one of the last ones. I don't think the trilogy had done the first two games had done that well. So by the time this one came out, you know, with each game you lose people buying mm-hmm. as yeah, many. That's so true. it probably sold the worst. I, it probably came out a bit later in the console's life. Um, and uh, as always, RPG fans will always, you know, RPGs are always one of the most expensive games on consoles anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's up there, 175 I know I didn't look up the pricing like you did, but I know at one point it was over $200. Um, so it's come down a little bit too. But, um, yeah, so that wraps that up. So uh, just as a quick recap, at number 10, we had Hammer and Hero at $100. At number nine, we had Persona 3 Portable at $102. At eight, we had Silent Hill Shattered Memories at $103. At seven, we had Legend of Heroes Trials in the Sky at $107. At six, we had Ragnarok Tactics at $110. At five, we had East 1 and 2 Chronicles at $115. At four, we had Pro Evolution Soccer at 2014 at $125. At three, we had Hexes Force at $135. At two, we had Persona 2 Innocent Sin at $167. And at number one, we had Legend of Heroes 3, Song of the Ocean, at $175. So, if that helps anybody with some insight, uh, top ten games are all under $200. Um, that says that the console has not hit its its peak of uh, you know collecting yet. I don't know when it will, don't know if it will, but I do, do still think if you have any interest in the PSP, it is still the time to collect right now because mm-hmm. a lot of games on this console are still well under... 100 like there's most of them are still under 50 so yes. yeah it's surprising <clears throat> a lot more welcoming financially to collect on this console 100 best games on psp are like under 20 bucks yeah, yeah. that's oh, pretty cool seriously Go a lot of really it. good yeah. stuff it's pretty sweet so um okay so like we usually like to do with these episodes um mention a couple of games we kind of feel like you should keep your eye on um so Jaden, you had a couple right yeah I don't, I don't forget when I wrote this, so I'm just going to say it word for word. I don't know what kind of silly state I was in. <laughs> so I said, keep your eye on Herbie, fully loaded for the movie. UMD. Let's go. Sitting at $64.99 loose on price charting, which Chris does claim to be the Bible for video game pricing. <laughs> Imagine how much complete is. If it's 65 loose, <laughs> you'll have to imagine it because not even price charting has a price for CIB yet. You can buy Herbie fully loaded 2005 starring Lindsay Lohan on UMD for just 15 bucks on eBay right now. It's a steal and nobody realizes it at the moment. That, that is why I, I do wanna, not say pressure. Is this the way you write your talks at meeting? I want to, I want to go to one of your congregation meetings, man, because I think I'd be highly entertained. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you for that research, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That's kind of a joke one, but I got more other real ones if you want me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Later. Uh, so this one, um, I had to kind of do a little bit of research on. So Crimson Gem Saga is developed by Iron Noss, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's a South Korean studio. So this is an Atlas published game, like I said. Uh, it's a sequel to Astonishia Story. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is also ported to PSP. I guess that was a game in the 90s. Uh, so, But they just rebranded it because why didn't I get the price for that? I want to say it's like 30, 40 bucks. Um, anyway, but like what I was saying earlier, like if it's At- Atlas or Axis, mm-hmm. uh, more importantly, if it's something that you're interested in and if it's like a reasonable price, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
these yeah these games are really cheap right now crimson that, that just looks looked like one yeah it looked like one that was yeah it's kind of cool cover there. yep and uh pretty good reviews from what I, okay yeah 50 um yeah that just looked like one that i, I could i could see going up yeah atlas like we've said mm-hmm. all right what, know what did you have is. any other ones oh we're just doing all three yeah just do them all all right all right all right i got with me my copy of guitar man that Lips. is a cool cover i me and my brother we loved this game on ps2 so what this is is, is the um just a port of the the entire game and it has like i think one or two like new tracks on it uh super cool i actually uh, just booted this up a few nights ago to show jesse because like i i cannot praise the soundtrack enough like i don't I know it's not nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, that probably plays a part on why, like, I'm just covered in goosebumps at like parts of this game. Uh, but yeah, it's the music's so good, and it's it's not too long either. Like, you could get through. I got through it for like an hour. It just looks really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so. This is before Guitar Hero. It's very. Um, Did it have licensed music? Did you say that? So they made music for this game. A oh, band okay. I want to say is called Coil. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I read that on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they, I would say they didn't have to go this hard because it's so good. <laughs> but also, it's a rhythm game, so it kind of makes sense for the music to be good. You would want your music to be good for a rhythm game. But man, this has like such good tracks, like and so much variety too. Like no two songs sound remotely similar. Very nice. But yeah, super good. Um, and I will say uh, with this. So this PSP version is like half the price of what the um, PS2 version is going for right now, mm-hmm. which is like over a hundred bucks. Dang. It's actually climbed down a little bit. It was like 150 for like during pandemic, which I'm like, ah, oh. but whatever. My brother still has it. So it's all good. Uh, that's what I, I, so I played that a few nights ago and I don't know if it was like my controller extensions or what, since it's a rhythm game and it has to be like precise, like timing. I was doing like really bad. Like I was like missing all the notes. Like I was like, man, I don't know this being... bad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember being that bad. Like maybe when I was a kid, but like I'm like struggling. I was like, oh. so uh, maybe it's just new TVs or what have you. It's probably best if you play it on a CRT. You know what they say. Yeah. Uh, so I I booted this up again on my PSP just to test it out again. Play played a few levels and like I wonder if it... and no, yeah, sure enough. Like I played like a few levels on this and like did not miss a single like note. So I think it is like a, a TV thing. So to praise the PSP, PSP version, um, there's there's that factor to consider. Uh, there's no lag at yeah, all. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and like I said, it's the whole game, and it's way cheaper. Um, yeah, super yeah. good game. But for how long? Yeah, that's a good one because it's one that I it's one I don't have, but I do want it. I know my friend Eric has it on PS2, and he's a big fan. Um, but it, I just love I love music rhythm games, so mm-hmm. like I just because of that I want to get it alone. But it looks really just like quirky, and I I just really want it. It has so much charm and so much character. Like I I I, I want to say this is on the PS Five whatever premium service thing they have. Oh, or, is it on there? Now? I I want to say it's on there, so you could totally give it a shot. Um, there I I would recommend it. Yeah, no, I, I don't have the PS Plus Premium, but oh, okay, if I did, okay. I'll double check it because I there's a lot of things on there I want to play, but, but no, yeah. it's cool. Super, good, super good one for sure. Yeah, my next recommendation, uh, Power Stone Collection for PSP. 
think we touched on this previously. Uh, the Dreamcast games, Power Stone 1 and 2, they made... Yeah, they ported both of these to PSP in one UMD, which is not there. My PSP right now. <laughs> <laughs> is right here. <laughs> Brought them too. Super good. I just like booted this up because um, I haven't played this in like forever. I was trying to think like, which one did I play? Because I remember playing this game. I remember being on like some sort of like airship and like fighting people. And so I, I after playing it for a little bit, I think it was two that I played. Um, so I recommend this one because one... Capcom can't go wrong with Capcom super good fun like top-down like brawler mm-hmm. type of nice and it's like it's such a fun just like pick up and play um I don't know if arcade is the right word but you know that like it, dreamcast it definitely feels arcadey okay yeah that like dreamcast era just I I, I love that yeah <laughs> and, and the dreamcast games are so expensive exactly yeah so the first power stones like 100 something I want to say I think power stone 2 is like twice that yeah maybe like 200 I, I think you're right so like that's quite a steal yeah and so power stone collect uh collection for psp is only like 40 bucks 35 40 bucks right now mm. yeah, and i I'm looked surprised. up the, the metacritic just now because i was wondering like what just what the consensus was right and it's like it's 75 out of 100 that's pretty good you know like mm-hmm. it must be a good port like it might have its issues but i i think that's the way i, I mean i i'm not gonna buy them on dreamcast that that, that price yeah. i'd want to get the psp version Four player would be cool, but you can play no. four player with three other friends that have it. There yeah. we go. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll get all our PSP crew together. Yeah, this and yeah, like I said, it's so easy to just pick up and just you're already just having fun. Like off the bat, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was I was still having fun. This might I when people are like, oh, what are they gonna do for the next Smash Bros? Like, oh, like well, how can they top Ultimate? How could they possibly? Everyone has all these different ideas of what they want Smash Bros. direction to go. I would love if they did this because it's just so simple. It's it's simple, yeah. yeah, but it's also like not just like flat, like two D. Yeah, I, I know that would <laughs> not everyone would be a fan of that, but I mean, if they just still give us ultimate to still play, or you know, yeah, the basic do that. game, but add this as an add-on. Yeah, it's a like mode. acknowledge that like ultimate was the ultimate Smash Brothers. Yeah, less is more. Where do we go from here? It's like I'd say this would be the direction because it is. It is a blast. It'd be a fun change of pace yeah. for sure. Without the Smash characters, it's so yeah. much fun. It's the same problem that uh, Mario Kart has. What, what are they going to do next? You know, when you have literally half of the tracks on your previous version, Story it's mode? excellent. Create a track. Yeah, I know, I know. Track yeah, editor. go the Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong <laughs> racing route. I know. No, but I agree. Smash less is more. Less is more. Yeah, man. No, those are good suggestions. They're ones that I definitely was looking at too when I was doing my research. Um, so it was Crimson Gem, Gem Saga, Katura Man, and Power Stone Collection. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, Herbie fully loaded. But oh, and Herbie. Can't I love, our boy I Herbie. love that one. <laughs> James is going to go out and buy it. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, James, did you have any? I didn't have any. No, I missed. I I, uh, I, I dropped the ball on this homework assignment. All right. Thanks for your homework, bro. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Zero right. points. What's, Zero a P- points. What's a PSP game? And may God have mercy, yeah, on, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> you said one of the Ease games huh? would be one that you'd be interested in? Well, right. I'm after, I guess, yeah, at this point, sure. Why not? Wow. The first one, the first two look really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, and from, you heard it here first, folks. James says, yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> East looks cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. All so right. I had a couple. Um, so one of them, Valkyria Chronicles uh, 2. It's about $35 right now on average, complete in box. And um, it, it's, the series has grown in, as far as following goes. The first one was on PS3. 
Um, and then four recently came out on PS, not recently, like four or five years ago, came out on PS4. Um, it's a pretty popular series. Like it has a very dedicated fan base and two has not been ported anywhere else. It's just on the PSP. Um, it's a, from what I understand, it's a pretty good, um, game. I mean, it, the stories all kind of connect one way or another from what I can tell. I haven't played the series yet. I do have this one. Um, but yeah, it just kind of feels like it's a Sega game. It's a popular RPG series. Um, it's exclusive to the PSP with no port in sight. Uh, feels like 35 just seems cheap for it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when like that's like like I said, the series has a huge following. Um, well, a dedicated following. So you'd think it would be growing. Um, the second one, I don't know. This one is one that may never actually go up, but I feel like it's too cheap for what it is. And that's uh, a Final Fantasy IV collection on PS on the Vita. My God, the PSP. Um, mm-hmm. It only averages at about thirty eight dollars right now. But so for those that don't know, it's it is like just the, a version of Final Fantasy IV from the Super Nintendo. I guess Final Fantasy II slash four in Japan. Um, the like the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy Advance version. It's not the updated DS graphics version. I do think it's like a slightly closer to the Pixel remaster. I think they u- updated the graphics some. Um, but it's, it is that version of the game. And then they also included the, uh, which was a Wii shop exclusive before this, um, the Final Fantasy IV, the after years, um, which takes place after the events of Final Fantasy IV and kind of sums up more story and more events. And to me, I'm like, the fact that that's on, it's the only other way to access this content. And Final Fantasy IV is one of the most popular Final Fantasy games. Um, and the Wii shop has been closed for years. And other than this version, that was the only other place you could get the, uh, that after years, um, DLC content. Um, so I don't know. Final Fantasy in general doesn't tend to hold crazy value. Obviously the Super Nintendo games do have a lot when, especially when they're complete in box, but, um, you know, it's a series that's printed out a lot, but this did come out very late in the console's life cycle. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it has potential to go up, but it's the hardest one for me to say. I mean, I, I'm not God. I can't say anything, but it, it's, you know, I can't predict the future, but I do feel like it has potential to continue to rise. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like it's the only uh, one that's kind of, it's the highest priced Final Fantasy of the, there's the first one, second one, and they have four on here of the like remakes or ports or whatever. Yeah. Because the rest are just like 15 bucks. This one's like. Yeah, it's quite a bit more yeah, already. Pretty. Yeah, it just feels like it has all the right signs, and the like fact that some it has people that, know about it, but yeah, not it, just, it hasn't like the knowledge of it hasn't blown up yet. Like I said, it, the fact to me that it has that after years um, DLC content that, like I said, is not available elsewhere other than maybe like emulation because um, it was on the Wii Shop. Just feels like, I mean, this is the definitive version of the game. Then, like, I I don't know. I don't. I never got the idea that people loved the DS remake. Either with the chibi sprites, the three D chibi oh, right, look. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I don't know. This feels like the way to play the game, but uh, what do I know? Um, and then lastly, uh, one that I haven't picked up that I'm trying to find, but it doesn't pop up very much, is uh, Summon Knight Five. Um, so this fun fact: um, this game only released online through the the website of the publisher, which is Gaijin Works, I think. Gaijin Works. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. it was the last published game that came out on the, on the PSP. Um, so it never came to retail. It was only on their site. It was only released in a limited edition, um, bundle that came with a poster and a soundtrack, uh, went for, I want to say like a hundred 
when it was um, originally released. Price charting is confusing because it has the limited edition the the limited edition version of the game listed at one hundred and ten dollars complete, um, and then it has a version without all that extra stuff because you know people like like I said with the other stuff people will sell it just the game um, complete in box but without the soundtrack and stuff. Uh, it has that listed at eighty. Um, I don't necessarily want to get all the extra stuff, but uh, at any given time when I check price charting, there's usually only four or five copies on there. They all have all the extra stuff and they're all listed at 150 to $200. Um, and then the few times I've seen a copy of just the game come up, it's either a usually closer to the 150 price and not selling. Um, or B it lists at like that 70 to 80 range, but sells like that. Um, so, I do, I just, I don't think people realize that this game is as, unco- as, is as uncommon as it is because, frankly, the people who bought this game for the most part were probably already collectors because who was following the PSP market in 2015? Yeah. You know, like, no, nobody other than collectors are fans of the Summon Night series, which is, the, it is the fifth game. I don't think they've all been released in America, but there were a couple Summon Night games on Game Boy Advance. There is a newer Summon Night game on PS4. It is a series that's going on. But I, I just don't think there's that many copies of this game out there. And it has all the signs of a game that eventually is going to skyrocket. Um, so, yeah. I was hoping to pick it up before we did this episode, just in case. Um, not that there's that many people listen to this podcast, so I can't affect the price that much. <laughs> um, but still, I do think that this game has all the potential to yeah to really go up in value. It makes a lot of sense, everything you're saying. So more so than the other two, like the other two, I do believe are too cheap for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one just doesn't make sense that it's in that range. So I don't know. Keep an eye out on them. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles two, Final Fantasy four collection, and uh, Summon Night five. So, all right, let's get to. I did ask on Instagram a question to uh, our followers, and that was what their favorite PSP game was. Since we're talking about PSP games, why not see what people liked? I got a few responses. Um, so Nicholas Frederick from the Mixed uh, Tapes, nope, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks podcast, um, said Luminous, it's his favorite puzzle game, and a shout out to Coded Arms. I sucked at it, but I hearted it. (laughs) (laughs) Coded Arms, I remember being like touted as the first first person shooter on the console. I never played it. (laughs) Luminous was really good times. I like Luminous a lot. Yeah, but Luminous is fantastic. Um, me and Jordan used to play a lot of Luminous. Um, D to start 72 said Final Fantasy Tactics, the war of the lions, which hundred percent fantastic best version of the game. It's a port of the PS one Final Fantasy Tactics with a bunch of cutscenes and some extra content. It's, oh, I thought it was a sequel. No, it's a, it's a port of the PS one. one. Oh, okay. So, okay. but they added, um, like hand drawn cutscenes. Um, I oh, think nice. a couple new job classes. Um, it's, it's the definitive way to play the game. It's fantastic. It's easily the game I put the most time in on the PSP too. Cause I played through it multiple times. Uh, Rodarb said Crisis Core, which is also one of my favorite games on the PSP. Ali uh, WW, who uh, gave, gave was the one that got you your Japanese Game Boy games. Got the hookups. Uh, she said Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, which I still need to play. Nice. Uh, Mr. Dunmire said SOCOM Online dem- the demo. <laughs> I never played, never even bought the actual game. <laughs> I was going to say, that's one of the main games I remember Jordan playing on PSP was SOCOM. Yeah, we played the demo online a lot. It's funny. Um... Eric Gons said Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. 
The Alex Stravaganza said it's a tie between Patapon and Loco Roco. Um, Daxter's really good too. Oh, and Luminez. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the person I think of most when I think of the PSP because he played his PSP a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've never played Patapon or Loco Roco, but I want to. And Daxter is really good. Um, and then Tristan Maurice uh, said Metal Gear Acid and multiplayer on Siphon Filter. My friend and I used to 1v1 on our PSPs. That sounds fun. Actually, that's what I like about the PSP is how easy it is to just do local multiplayer. Um, but I've never played the Metal Gear Acid games. I've kind of always wanted to because of the fact that they're like more of like a tactical card based. Oh, um, I've never heard of that before at all. I love yeah. that the name just sounds so rad, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're, Metal Gear Acid. They're. Um, I think Acid. The first one was a launch title. Um, was it? Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure. Are really closely after the console launched. But yeah, they're not like they're. You're, there are con- like standard Metal Gear games on the console, but they're not standard. They are like a card based like turn like tactical rpg almost or something like that i've never played them but i do think they look really cool that's pretty cool so thank you as always everybody for your comments i appreciate um having people share their uh thoughts and what their favorite games are um so we were gonna try to squeeze in a uh uh cliffhangers x as uh we've done in the past we've only done it once before but we decided that if the episode was already over two, close to two and a half hours, we were going to cut it, and we're there. So Aww. it's probably best we cut it. If we want to do one game and not all three go, we can do, like, one game. <laughs> I, uh, uh, it's not my call. <laughs> James, I think James is going to miss it the most. So I think the people are going to miss it the most. The people will miss it. Cliffhangers X, episode two, mini version. Yeah, (laughs) truncated version. (laughs) Here we go. PSP games. All right. Uh, Your nomination. And we're going to try to keep it. Wait. What? Oh, I'm picking one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought I had a picture of it. One second. Uh, Let's do (laughs) whatever this is. I can't even read it. Mimana Ivar Chronicle. We'll go with Mimana Ivar Chronicle. Mimana Ivar Chronicle. All right, so try to get it within, let's say, $10 because most the range of games is usually from zero to 100 something. So We can each do one if you want. At this point, we've already started. Let's just, yeah, go let's just do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, here we go. It's me and you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. All right. Stop. So I said 30, James said 57 for those seven listening. $25, Chris. I overshot. That's one. All right, so I'll do the next one. I had. I have them pretty ready, so okay. Okay, so this is mine. It's the Mega Man Dual Pack. So it came with Mega Man Powered Up, which was a remake of the original Mega Man, and Mega Man Maverick Hunter X, which was a port slash remake of Mega Man X from the P- the Super Nintendo. Okay, here we go. Stop. Stop. All right. 
So Jaden stopped at about what twenty seven? It was like thirty. Thirty ish, and you, James stopped at about sixty one. Mm-hmm. The price complete in box is fifty six seventy five. Let's go, dude! I thought I was cheating because I saw the number at the bottom. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. What was, what was that? You might have saw the loose price. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. If I didn't have it pulled up enough, so I had it on here so I wouldn't forget. Okay. I have to look it up again. <laughs> I was again. like, oh no, I don't want to cheat, but also, but I'm gonna cheat. Gotta go for that answer, obviously. All right, guys, my We're nomination. We're just having too much fun. We're gonna do all three nominations now <laughs> my nomination is spider-man 3 based off the wonderful movie that everyone loves and adores oh yes eddie brock Topher grace emo peter parker all right here we go <laughs> all right here we go all right 16. Complete so in box. Jaden said 16. I stopped at about 37, 38. Okay. Well, complete in box, 39.99. So oh, wow. you almost right on the... Just underneath. Even Price is Right rules, you win, the, you win the point there. So, well done. That's, let's go. Do you guys okay. want to do one, another one each? Now we're having fun. Let's so do it. Go, okay, go Jaden. <laughs> uh, it's only taking a couple minutes. Find so far, my <laughs> stinking gallery <laughs> pictures. If you guys are listening and you're uh, like, why are they still going? I hate this podcast. Why am I still listening? Send me a message and I'll, I don't know, probably not change anything, but I'll take it into consideration. Uh, how about this this uh, weeb, weeb game? Generation of <laughs> Chaos. Ooh, that's Ooh, chaotic. Generation of Chaos on the PSP. Stop. Stop. So James, you stopped. I at said about twenty-five. Twenty-five, and I stopped at forty-two. Forty-three. Forty-four. Forty-four. Right on. It is eighteen bucks. <gasps> oh, C-I-B. it's a cheap one. Let's go. Yeah. Good job, Let's Jimbo. Let's go. I can't believe I was really scared. Jimbo saw, in the house. I thought RPG, and I was like, I should go higher. Mm. I should go higher. You took a chance, and you won. Okay, took a chance. Took a chance. All right, because we just talked about it. Because it's my one of my yeah probably my favorite game on the PSP. Figured, let's see if you guys can guess how high this one is or how low this one is. Mm-hmm. And that is Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. Oh, Darren's pick. Darren's pick. Stop. Stop. Okay, so James stopped at 52. Jaden, you stopped at 30. yeah. 35. Are you sure it wasn't 34? <laughs> um, Dang it. Complete in box price is $24 and some change. Oh, oh gosh. So you were just outside. Oh. I thought you might have had it, but I couldn't see from the angle I was at perfectly. So I was going a little fast, too. I almost feel a little bad about that one. I don't know. But bad enough to give him the point. I no, was... never. <laughs> no. I thought it was like, yeah, either it was like, oh, this is 35 or 25 I forget. Because I was looking through all these PSP prices, but... Overload of information. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. Sorry, Tricky J. All right, guys. Another one. My final one. Madden NFL 12 on the PSP. And go. I was stopped at like 19-ish. So Jaden stopped at about 19. I stopped at 25. Yeah, that's right. Well, guess what? I think you're both going to get a point because it's 1997 right on the dot. Look at us go. That is the most expensive Madden game on the PSP I could could find. As it should be. Yeah. (laughs) Every other one's like $3. So (laughs) there you go. Um, Yeah. 
All right. It was fun. I got two points. I don't know if anyone else. We each have one more game. I have no oh, points. One more game? Ooh. Yeah. All right. We're, we're, going, we're going the distance then. Yeah. I like it. You, all right. Wasn't that your third game or was that your second that game? That was my second game. Oh. Well, if you have a third we're going the whole way, bro. All right. Take it, Jaden. Tricky J. Oh, boy. Uh, I can I put <laughs> other looking funny looking man at Chemia Student <laughs> Alliance. Reddit E10+. Oh, all right. All right. Stop. I stopped at 42. James stopped at 66. 66. Complete in box. 37. You're really close, Chris. Chris, you're like dominating. Yeah, I have nothing. Oh, man. So it puts you at two points, doesn't it? I mean, it puts me at three. You three? Oh, snap. All right, Chris. All right, so my last one. I figured, you know, I love Star Wars. Let's do a Star Wars game on the console. Star Wars Lethal Alliance. Ooh, it's a Twi'lek. And her little robot companion. Stop. Okay. So James stopped at 17. Jaden stopped at 25. Um, And you guys are both winning a point. $21.19. Let's go. So good work. One more for Jimmy. My final nomination is Fantasy Star 2 Portable. On the PSP. I did not know there were Fantasy Star games on the PSP, and it makes me want a PSP more. Yeah, they're both good, too. Stop. 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 I should have piggybacked off Chris. He knows this series. I could be wrong, but I know this is one of the... Chris called 79. What'd you call? Uh, 25. 25? All right, guys. So, Fantasy Star 2 Portable, 5748. You both went just a little bit too far on the bookend. That's fine. Out of range. So, I I had three points. You had three points? I had Spider-Man, and I had... Oh, what you... And I had Madden, Mm -hmm. and then I had... What games did you... Oh, I did the first... I did... I had like four, I think. Did you have four? Oof. I want to say, yeah. I, I got the mind. first game that you did. You both got Madden for sure. That's that's a point right there. I didn't get Generation of you won, And you got so. Spider-Man too. Anyway. I'm in last place. That's Guys, I know my PSP. Listen, I think we're tied at three. I'm just saying. But either way, we'll, let the, we'll, we'll, we'll play this back later and find out. All right. Look at the data. That's fair. You can do that. And let me know, <laughs> let me know what you find out. The results, yeah. So, I don't know. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Now, I started having fun, and then we, mm-hmm. we ended up going long again. Everyone loves a good game show, man. Yeah, I love a good game show. I, w- <laughs> I would just watch the game show channel all day if That's I could. It's good times, man. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me. Thanks for talking about the PSP. Uh, we don't have a Collector's Edition episode for a couple months, so you guys don't have to listen to us talk about all this stuff for, for at least, what, I think three months. So, oh, wow, really? Yeah. Dang. I think the next one is you and me. I'm going to um, miss you, collectors. Yeah. But we'll be back in two weeks for a fun episode where we have, like I said, uh, Wes from um, Collector's Haven nice. uh, joining us. So we'll, that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And Jaden's going to be here again. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be a fun episode. So keep in, uh, 
keep prepared for that. I don't know whatever. So, <laughs> be, be on the lookout for that episode uh, in two episodes and or in two weeks. Oh my god, I'm just gonna stop talking. It's late. Um, yeah. So uh, keep in mind, you can follow me at Instagram at X Button Gaming, Twitter at X Button Gaming One. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Discord. We have a Discord if you want to join it. I updated the link on uh the link tree on my Instagram, so you should be able to just join from that if you would like. Um, yeah, as always, thank you for listening, and remember to always press X to continue. Crazy!